This is episode 673 for March 2021. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawlspace Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is a metal cover by a YouTuber by the name of Bob Music. You can check that out. He did a nice uh, guitar cover of the Spider-Man 60s theme song. Uh, before we get to this episode, I want to thank people that made it possible for you to listen to it. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they helped me pay the bills, and they let you listen to it. So a big thank you goes out to Gene, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Jimmy D, Josh, Kelly, King Heelbilly, Laura, Mohammed, Noah, O-Force 33, Sarah, Scott, Venkman, Will, hashtag something good for you. Andrew, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Avenji, Jeffrey, Grew Comics, Havskimo, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, John M, John P, Curtis, Matthew, Michael K, Mitzi86, Nick, Patrick, Ricky, Shane, Stephen, Stuart, Symbiobro, and Toby Z. And let's uh, not forget one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. You get your name read at the front end of each episode. You get episodes like this one, which came out two weeks ago. Uh, you get early access to them. You also get exclusive podcasts like our monthly Spider Satellite episode, which the last one ran about two and a half hours, and we covered 20-plus books. So you get a lot of bang for that one episode. So, one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, let's get on with the show. Hey, crawlspacers, what's going on? Welcome to our ASM review show. We've got, on the show, we've got uh, JR. What's going on, JR? How are you, sir? Oh, I am just fine and dandy and ready to get into this month's worth of spider action. You got you and the goblin hanging out there in the basement, huh? With a, yep, with a right. 60 watt bulb right. is what you said earlier. <laughs> My 100 watt GE light bulbs. There you go. We've also got Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Hey, it's good. It's a Saturday night. Hanging out, talking ASM. Welcome. Yep. And we night, got- and you're with the nerds in their basements. <laughs> what a life! I mean, my loft is in a basement, so I'm already in a basement. There you go. She's keeping the theme going. <laughs> yeah. And we have George. What's going on, George? How are you, buddy? Hello, everyone. I hope everyone can see the uh, the water the water stain here. Oh, is your re- roof leaking? <laughs> what happened? Uh, it did. It, yeah, it did. Sure, I'm full screening you. What happened? No, why would you full screen that? No, get it off there. I'm a- <laughs> I'm ashamed of it. I'm pointing it out because it's obvious for F's sake. I don't want you to blow it up. You don't have to celebrate it. <laughs> My God, Brad, what are you? Uh, an animal? I'm a, I'm a monster is what I am. Well, you are a monster. No, Ten plus um, years, you can call me a monster. Yeah. Well, George, George just thawed out, everybody. From uh, Yeah, you Texas. doing all right? Yeah, I, I'm fine. We, yeah, but JR is accurate. I mean, like, we had a big thaw here when all the, like, uh, you know, the snow and ice melted. Yeah. Uh, but there was also snow and ice on the roof. Oh, man. And yeah. so a lot of that came down and turns out the, uh, I've lived in this apartment for 20 years and wow. there's leaks all over the wood, like outside, like, you know, like in between, you know, like where the, over the windows, I don't know what the, the frame, I don't know, but uh-huh. a lot of water leaked in, uh, oh, and, man. uh, and wound up kind of, did you lose power at any point? That. I only lost power for half an hour on the Sunday before everything started going bad. That's not too um, bad. No, it wasn't wasn't too bad. A lot of folks I know uh, got hit a lot harder than I did, yeah. and I didn't get hit yeah. with a seventeen thousand dollar electric bill. <laughs> that was what I was going to oh, ask. Was gonna say. 
you, no. you kept, yeah, you kept power, but how much did it cost you? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm smart enough not to be on some kind of variable plan. Uh, <laughs> you know, those are the people that, that got hit with the huge bills were the ones that were nine, for trade. nine grand. That's just crazy. Yep. And perfect timing. Mike McNulty's in the house. What's going yeah. on, Mike? Well, unlike some people, I do oh, not have to worry about power. Your mic. Can't yeah, you gotta, oh. you're, you're, it's going through your webcam, buddy. Yeah, webcam mic. It always defaults to that mic, I think. It does in D&D, too. You need a, you need a pre-game list, like, sticky note on your computer. Check, check audio before I go live. Check pulse. <laughs> check breathing. Check mic input. <laughs> okay. Hey, what's going on? We got chat going on How crazy over here. Does that sound any better? Yeah, that's, that's a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. So, so flow okay. in the house. Right. Uh, this is what you've been waiting for. So flow. Very good. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about how the deal with the devil will be over in issue 100. So what? 40 more issues. 40, 40 more issues. And it will take probably like, that'll, what, that'll like eight more years. <laughs> oh, man. Hornacek in the house. Hornacek, do you have a new handle on the message board? Because you're quoting uh, old shows. You're doing, uh, which I love, by the way. But I think it says Ozcorn is real, or if it's an Ozcorn <laughs> handle. Either that, or you've cloned yourself, and there's someone uh, hitting you up on your, your shtick. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but he can't hmm. wait for the inevitable Dr. Strange and Mephisto spinoff where they're supposed to live together, a la the old couple. The, the odd, odd couple, couple, not the old couple. couple. The odd co- <laughs> Me, you, you and Jr. are the old couple. <laughs> wow, really? You're not that much younger than I am, Jomo. I just turned 46 this month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're not that much younger than I am. <laughs> uh, I remember 46. You know, yeah. uh, I was, I was still full of hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Burns. Burns. Way in my weir- way in my rearview mirror, 46 is and. Uh, Sixty is coming up. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Uh, let's see, Bruce. We got Bruce. What's going on, Bruce? How are you, buddy? And so oh, that's a name I don't recognize. Bruce is our big Spider-Man collector. He's the newest member of the staff. Jr. Oh, well, I guess that's why I didn't recognize his name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jr. I'm glad you're in tune with what's going on. <laughs> Finger on the pulse of a boom, the boom. Uh, That's Jr. Right there you, at crawl space. Man. Vinkman in the house. What's going on, man? This is night two for Vinkman. I appreciate you coming in. Mm-hmm. He put he put up with some awful spider satellites, Kelly, didn't he? Namor. I've I've already stated um, off the Discord. If we have to talk about Namor one more time, I need alcohol. So, so for those not reading it, which I imagine is everyone besides me and Kelly, uh, <laughs> that's a five-issue Namor miniseries that says King and Black on it, and four issues in, there's not been one sighting of a symbiote. <laughs> really? Written well, by Kurt I don't know that, Well, I don't know if for George that might be a plus, actually. It's a plus. <laughs> if there's no plus, there's no symbiote in that book. Oh man! What you you, you mean you, you mean a, a crossover limited series is is subpar? <laughs> I know we're both shocked. This is my shock face. Oh my God. What? That that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Now hey, you see why I don't do this. Why Harry, do this. what's going on? Excited for tonight's reviews and the gang's thoughts on the most re- ish, recent issue. Yes. Uh Bruce says JR will catch up soon. Yes. Uh Hornacek says they've been that's waiting for 10 years for me to catch up, and I haven't quite got there yet. So Hornacek, so that's not you on the message board, huh? Well, you need to log on. There's somebody doing your thing, man. That's awesome. Yes. Um, maybe the symbiote is Namor's trunks. Ooh, gross. That's Ooh. 
That's kind of what he did. The Spider Venom did with Spider Man, isn't it? He was his clothing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. That as he wore boxers, I think, but I don't know. Is the, the go ahead, Kelly? Well, I, I was just going to say, I was like, but that still doesn't explain why they had to build a boat underwater. Oh, yeah, yeah. They built a boat underwater and dragged it underwater. Yeah. That was yeah. part of the miniseries. It was the weirdest damn yeah. thing. So, okay. uh, Brad, uh, yeah. since there's somebody uh, doing Hornich Hornichek's uh, gig on the message boards now, yeah. uh, doing the funny quotes and everything, uh, is it still where like like 90% of the funny quotes come from me? No. Or is that changed? <laughs> No, yeah, the, everybody's funny, and you know what? You know we've done so many of these. What this is episode six, sixty, eight, nine, whatever. Um, see, 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 this is this is. I'm it's, I'm kind of gonna be slightly disappointed in you, Douglas, because this why? should have been episode six, six. Join the club. Yeah, you missed an opportunity, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for putting too up too much content out. Sorry, <laughs> you're a monster, and not timing it. In advance, okay. <laughs> hey, one thing I did for you people, um, <laughs> because because I care. Uh, okay. Before I came on, I actually trimmed my beard up a little bit so it wouldn't oh, be all. You know, so, you, sir. so it wouldn't be as uh, you know, kind of scraggly as it was last time. Last time, I you know, I had like a giant clump coming. I looked like a mutant. I was I, I was ashamed afterward when I watched. I was like, oh my god, I'm I'm, I'm a hideous beast. I full screen you. Can I full screen you? Let's see the beard. I'm uh, sure. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look. Yeah. Nice, man. Look yeah. at that. You feel better? Uh, no. I mean, I just, it, it was literally just a couple of places like here on the end. Uh, all I did was even it out, really. It's not like I, it's not like I lost 10 pounds of hair oh. off my face. That'll happen when I fully well, shave. Yeah. says the new guy, the new quote guy is starting from episode one. So it'll be before. What episode did you join, wow. George? George? Uh, I don't know. It was like somewhere around 2011, I think. So that was 2006 to 2011. He's got a few years to get to George. <laughs> I was a call-in guy. Uh, yeah, and, I remember. Yeah, and then because uh, I knew Jr. Uh, and because uh, Jr. and I, we had worked together yeah. previously, and then uh, I you, you started bringing me on as like a fill-in spot. Uh -huh. uh, and then I was wildly popular uh, with, with the listeners, <laughs> and uh, the fans demanded more. Yes. Uh, well, and so. Yes. I do yeah. know that George served a, a prominent role in uh, podcast number one forty nine. Okay, because what, what that was, was that? the uh, that was the infamous Joey Z oh, um, spider oh, yeah. history, and so I remember George definitely uh, making a point there, describing oh, yeah. it spider history as your drunk uncle telling you a story. Yeah, that that so, sums you up pretty good, Jr. What uh, what what was the, the way, uh, Real quick, uh, Vinkman has a super chat. Thank you very much, Vinkman. Uh, oh. Well, of course, Namor is utter cack. That means crap, I think. Uh, no, it's King and Blah. What do you expect? I thought I thought he's got the vowel, the wrong vowel. I thought he meant like an O instead of an A. Other, oh, hey, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Vinkman. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hobby's in the house. Hobby put up with those bad Namor tie-ins last night, Kelly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, he, and then he bolted when I I oh, yeah. was ready for my stuff. Yeah, Javi did a whole bunch of reviews. Neil did some. Tyler did some. And when it was Kelly's turn, Javi's like, peace out. Got to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Javi's like uh, Javi's like Frank Sinatra showing up on like uh, like a, you know one of the old variety shows or celebrity shows back then. <laughs> yeah, Frank comes on, does his bit, one take, and then he's done. Like he's not hanging out with everybody after the after party. He's like, all right, good night, bye. And he doesn't go sit on the couch or anything. He's just goofing. Yeah. He's gone. He, he did Unless not Don Rickles is there. Then he'll go, he'll go jaw with Don Rickles. That's about it. 
Oh, uh, that's hysterical. Anyway, Javi, welcome, buddy. Good to see you. Uh, before we get started with these reviews, uh, instead of making an o- a whole separate show for news, I wanted to get your four opinions and the viewers what they think uh, of this bit of spider news that came out first. I will share this. Kelly wrote this up. I appreciate you oh. doing that. Uh, they, re- they released some pictures. This is up on the crawl space of the next Spider-Man movie title. So there's been some deep uh, looks at what is in this picture. We think we're in, they're in Dr. Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum. Is that how you say it? Uh, that, that is how you say it, but it looks a little dirty and disheveled to be Dr. Strange's Sanctum. Well, well it, remember, though, it's been five years since the snap. Oh, yeah, so, there you go. So it probably hasn't been kept up in a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember it looking like a hobo lodge uh, after the five years. <laughs> hey, this, five looks years like, this, this looks like a vampire's nest, Mike. Hey, I don't know what you're talking years, about. Five years. Juan's probably not even there. So who's yeah. going to clean the place? So yeah. so there's yeah. so what uh, the stars, those three stars of the movie did, they, they trolled, right, Kelly? Yes. They yeah. essentially trolled on their Instagrams. Uh, so Tom Holland said, hey, the new movie is called Spider-Man Phone Home. And 9 million people liked it on Tom Holland's Instagram. It's an E.T. crossover. It's an E.T. crossover. Uh, oh, and this is Ned's uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's going to be Spider-Man Home Record. George, give me the plot of that movie. Uh, obviously, obviously, that's a that's a Betty Betty Brant storyline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so in Homewrecker, uh, you know, um, Ned, who's yeah. portrayed as a, as a tubby dude, you know, in the film, <laughs> he's uh, finally, white, man. finally, yeah. I, I would, I wouldn't know. I, I, this is not my wheelhouse anymore, but, uh, yeah. in Spider-Man Homewrecker, Ned knocks up Betty, who looks like Gwen Stacy, as we know from the Spider-Man films. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and she, so she's like going to be a teenage mom. Oh, wow. Right? And, uh, and then, and then Spider-Man and her wound up, uh, you know, they wind up connecting, uh, and then he's like, Ned, I'm so sorry, but I, I, I love Betty. Uh, and, and, and Betty wants to be with me now. Uh, and, and Ned was like, how could you, how could you, uh, you know, you are a homewrecker. That, that was the, that would have been the plot of Spider-Man homewrecker. <laughs> Ned knocks up uh teenage Betty. Uh, oh, don't forget. Don't forget that Ned will become the, uh, the, the hobgoblin. I'm going to call him. I'm going to call MCU Betty, um, uh, not Gwen Stacy. Okay. Okay, that's fine. I do appreciate the hyphen. Oh, yeah. oh home record. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Keeping on task with the other hyphen of Spider Man. Nice. So, uh, Jacob Battalion, I think is how you say it. Uh, so, uh, Zendaya put up uh, another alternate Spider Man title, Home Slice. So, Mike, tell me what Home Slice is about. Give me the plot of that one. Let me see. Well, you see, the thing is, there's a well. The thing is, it's a, basically a bunch of pizza places get robbed. Yeah, there you and, go. Um, and basically, it was it's basically perpetrated by um, perpetrated by the the debut the mar- the MCU um, debut of um, of the Spot, who okay. basically because after all, we've been hearing some rumors about how there's this cross dimensional visual stuff going on, right? Yeah. So. Maybe this this spot comes from an alternate universe, and that's how the new that's how he how, he's one of the key inter- integral members of the Sinister Six that basically gets all these people from different God. universes like this. I've been and yelling for the spot for years. Yeah, yeah, and basically, and his and it turns out his powers are fueled by pizza, basically, uh, like kind of like the Ninja Turtles too. So that's so at some point, Tom Holland has to yell, "It's pizza time, spot." 
Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Oh, and Kelly, that's the and enough, there's, a, there's a little spoiler scene that that scene from Spider-Man Two, where Spider-Man is basically delivering the pizza boxes. That's yep. how he gets sucked into the Tom Holland universe. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> it, it turns out, uh, it turns out, like the, the the boss villain of this whole thing is going to wind up being um, Emily Deshaniel from uh, <laughs> from Spider-Man Two. Uh, with yeah. the, remember the pizza, and she wouldn't pay for it. Turns mm-hmm. out she's a, she's going to be a member of the TVA, um, so, and and yeah, yeah, that's how that's how all this happens. So Zendaya got five million likes on that thing. Uh, Kelly, what's what's the plot of ET or ET phone home? Sorry, Spider Man phone home. <laughs> I have one job. You, you, I mean, you said it. it it's really an ET sequel. Uh, secretly, Steven Spielberg wrote it, and yeah, there you go. Nice. So these came out a day before the actual title came out and the actual title is let me fast forward oh let's see spider-man home alone guest starring macaulay culkin (laughs) i'm surprised it wasn't spider-man 3 uh white bread i like electric boogaloo okay so it is spider-man no way home jr your reaction to this title no way home (sighs) no no way excited why? No way, no way am I excited. That's a dumbass title. Why? That's a boring title. You know. Plus, you know. Plus, the, none of the pictures uh, do it for me. Or whatever. It's and I, plus, I'll wait to even see if we're allowed to go to the movie theaters in December. You really? know, I bet it shows up on Disney Plus or something. <laughs> well, that that means quality if you go by what Wandavision's about. So anyway, oh, yeah. you know, I, I might I might be interested in I might be interested if Catherine Hahn guest stars though. Isn't she so, awesome? Oh my, oh my god. god! I just love Catherine Hahn. I want her I, in every damn thing now. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kelly, didn't you put on your Facebook that you uh, made that uh, your ringtone that song? Yes, Agatha. Yeah. Oh. Agatha, all along. Yeah. What is that? Uh, what is that a riff? Of? Is that like the Monsters riff? Yes. Are they going off the yeah. Monsters? Yes, that, that, like, like that font was straight out of the Monsters. Riff. Oh, that that's so clever. The uh, so my, uh, real, dis- real quick. Okay. Real yeah. quick, real quick. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to disrupt you or disarm, you know, uh, interrupt mm-hmm. your flow. But you, I, I can already tell you're about to jump to something else very quickly, and then and then forget <laughs> this. All of this happened. Okay. Uh, my my preferred title for for Spider Man Three, and what might have gotten me into the theater. Okay. Is uh, do you see this shit, Applejack? <laughs> what is that from? That's from the meme of you know the old Spider Man '60s cartoon meme of Spider Man and My Little Pony's Applejack. <laughs> Looking over the side of a building, no, and obviously, no. what is what is some sort of shenanigans or crime happening? And wow. Spider-Man's looking down and saying, "Do you see this shit, Applejack?" And Applejack has a look on Applejack's face like, "I, I see the shit. We should probably stop it." <laughs> One of my favorite Spider memes, and I'm not even a brony. Oh my gosh, a uh, Vinkman! Thank you again for the super chat. He likes Spider-Man. Go home, you're drunk. That would be a better title. <laughs> I was actually, I actually came up with a few alternate titles like Spider-Man Homeless. Uh, Spider-Man ain't got no home. Spider-Man home equity loan. Um, <laughs> <equity loan. laughs> Go home, Mike. You're drunk. Go home, Mike. You're drunk. That's pretty good too. I like that one. Uh, oh, and Vinkman, thank you again. You uh, gave us a definition. CAC is the British equivalent of crap. There we go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is an American show. Why are we using British slang? We have a diversified audience, Jr. Twenty twenty one. Oh, oh. Do, do British people like ABBA or not? Uh, yes, everyone so. does. It's universal, especially folks wow. in Sweden, which we confirmed on the show. 
Right. Oh, okay. Uh, I boy, chat's blowing up. Uh, Citro, Spider History is the best. Oh, look at that. Well, it's, oh, it's okay. And so are you, Citro. So are you. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get carried away. Heroing says, excited to hear everybody's thoughts on these issues. Uh, oh, welcome, Higher Volume. He's a new fan of the channel, and oh boy, you guys always make my week. So awesome, oh, Higher Volume. That's really thank nice. Very much. Thank you. Uh, I'm not Javi, sure what that says for your week, but anyway. Avi <laughs> says this title doesn't move the needle for me. I'm interested in the theory that the color of the fake names was hinting at the Green Goblin. Suck at JR. <laughs> now, Javi, everybody knows that Marvel team up is suck at JR. All right. <laughs> All right, get get your get get it straight there, boy. Uh, Soflo says Zendaya has red hair. Really, I didn't notice that. No, no, that that doesn't look like red hair. It's lighting. It's not. It's yeah. It's the lighting on that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Wait, any of the alternate type to any of the trolling titles would be better than the one they picked. Uh, Spider Man Thunderwrecker. Spider Man fights the Wrecking Crew. Hey, that's oh, there we one. go. That might uh, be interesting. Par- Matt Bird says maybe Blade will be in that. Would that get you in the theater, George? Blade in the new Spider Man movie. Um, that'd be kind of cool. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm so anti MCU Spidey. I don't know what would, yeah. what would get me in. I really don't. He also says, Hornacek says, in the post-credit scene, Betty blows up Peter's home. There you go. Oh, That's pretty good. Now, if the, if the rumors are true about Toby showing up in it, uh, which I'm hearing, I, I've heard so many conflicting things about. Um, he is, he isn't, he is, he isn't, whatever. But I've heard uh, Toby's going to be in there. And if Toby's in there, maybe. That yeah. I don't know for sure. But, it, I mean, it's going to be weighed against the fact that we're still bringing in, you know, Jamie Foxx back as Electro, which is stupid. Yeah. Um, you know, but then again, Alfred Molina is supposed to be Alfred back. Alfred Molina, mm-hmm. that, that should Alfred, get you in the door, Alfred man. Alfred Molina is my number one yeah. movie, Spider-Man movie villain. That's yeah. why I always say Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man movie we will ever get. It was I, the best out of all of them. It's the best we're ever going to have. I, I, I'm a little optimistic. I, I think we might get one You're better. A fool. I hope. I'm a fool. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Before uh, Macaulay Culkin will play Mind Worm on Spider-Man Home Alone. There you go. Uh, Bruce says, Spider-Man, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. Uh, I would agree what Javi says. These pictures are kind of dull. Yeah. Of all the pictures, they could probably that's all they've shot, if I had to guess. Didn't they just no. start shooting in December? Oh, well, technically November, they started okay. shooting in Atlanta in December, but you know, you're looking at basically shooting every day okay. for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. So I'm pretty sure that they're almost done wrapping. Oh, okay. Um, I thought they were just but, starting. The, but these are images that basically were approved to be shown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Matt says it should have been Spider-Man No Way Out and could have been a Spider-Western. I kind of like that it's a Spider-Man at Christmas time. I think that's a neat yeah. setting that we've not visually seen. I think that looks kind of mm-hmm. neat. Mm-hmm. We uh, pointed out how rare it is in the comics. We've pointed that out before, how rare yeah, it is to have yeah. Spider-Man Christmas happening in a Spider-Man comic. Yeah. Uh, here's an idea, Power Packer says, for fake titles. Spider-Man Home Slice, seen in Spider-Man 2, Phone Home, Garfield, having Uncle Ben's voicemail. Oh, we never did hear great power, great responsibility with Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Uh, yes, they're talking about Blade needs to be R, right? They, I agree. That, yeah, I'm the one that said it, Brad. No, no, there was another one up here. Hornacek was saying. Another George Barrowman? 
Like, oh, wouldn't whatever. that be the ultimate insult to you if you got cloned? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be somebody trying to be cool like me, I guess. I mean, <laughs> in one way, it'd be flattering, but there's there's only one way. Oh, my God. There's only one me. There's only one you. Okay. So let me um, close this. Oh, you know what? I um, I meant to share this with you all. Uh, in that um, little video that they had on um, social media, there was a bulletin board of alternate mm -hmm. Spider-Man titles. So we can take a look at that. There's mm -hmm. home sweet home, work from home, please no, want to go home. I like Spider-Man UG. That's about where I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I am. I'm I'm a Spider-Man UG. Spider-Man UG. Spider-Man welcome home, home alone. That's not a That's not a deal breaker cuz they own 20th Century Fox. How's that copyright issues? I know that's just a joke. Mm -hmm. Far from home. We already did it. Spider-Man webcamming. Keep it PG. Uh, because Sony doesn't own it. Ah. Yeah. Yes. Ah. I, I, yeah. 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 Ah. Right. Yeah. Ah. I got you. I see you. We got, we got Wanda hexagons up here. Spider-Man hard pass. I like that. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially by the hate to stay at home. Spider-Man hard yeah. pass. Stay Spider-Man yeah. Spider zoning home. Zooming home. Sorry. Spider-Man right. homeschooled. Aunt May says no. Spider-Man homesick. Oh, one second, guys. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, I think those are kind of fun. So, all right. Uh, I also want to I'll pull up the images for um, the first issue. And if memory serves correctly, JR, you've got the first issue we're going to review tonight, right? Yes. All right. So let me pull this up. Hey, it's, uh, always dangerous. it's always dangerous when you say if memory serves, because in your case, <laughs> it doesn't serve very well. Oh, it, memory does not serve me very well sometimes. I would agree. Um, yes. In fact, you know, one of the last texts Brad mentioned uh, sent to me was, JR, make sure you mention this. That was in there. And I said, uh, that's an issue 59, Brad. And, so. and, then, and then after you said that, then I messaged Kelly. I'm like, make sure you mention this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ASM 58, uh, Legacy 859. Take me through this, JR. All right, well, the issue opens with Spider-Man bent and bloodied, you know, looking like crap and in the midst of another self-indulgent, self-pitying monologue <laughs> about how his life sucks and he's surrounded by the ghost of his sins past. Uh, no, not ghost. Demons. Demons. <laughs> and then, of course, that's a segue to a battle scene between Spider-Man and Mr. Negative's demons. But before that bloodletting can begin, we switch back to an earlier conversation between Aunt May and a disheveled Martin Lee at the Feast Center, who I guess isn't the real Martin Lee. But I would have had to read some other stupid-ass miniseries to have understood that, which I was not about to do, so screw it. So we switch again to Aunt May and a disheveled Martin Lee at the Feast Center, where Lee is mumbling, and Aunt May is telling him he needs to engage in two pages of exposition in order to explain how he got there in that condition, which he does. Cindy, blah, blah. Sins expunged, blah, blah. Uh, sins come back, blah, blah. Sins expunged again, blah, blah. You know. That would be the new title for the Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man, blah, blah. Spider-Man, blah, blah, Spider-Man yeah. expunged. 
So Martin stumbles to the Feast Center, and here we are with the demons about to attack the Feast Center, which will lead into where our story actually began. But we're not done dilly-dallying in the past, <laughs> where we see Peter drop in and, into the Osborne pad and chat up with psycho bitch Liz Allen. Um, <laughs> why, Peter even bother, why Peter even bothers to be friendly to Liz after the events of the Burn Mackey run uh, in Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> Volume 2, Number 18. Wait, wait, what, what did she do to him? Refresh me. She, she basically, uh, wait, Brad, Brad, that was in podcast number. <laughs> uh, I know I was on it, but what did she do? Refresh me. Well, she walked by. Basically, she said, you know, oh, Peter, I don't want to be around you because you have this stench of death around you. Everybody uh, who gets around you dies. You know, F you. Uh, so, that, you know, that, it's like. You might have been making that last part up, but okay. I, I do remember he was home. Peter was homeless. In the early 2000s. Okay. On a, real yeah. quick, on a side note, Brad, every time you say refresh me, uh, it makes me think of like someone like like wiping your face with a Kentucky Fried Chicken wet nap. <laughs> you know? <laughs> refresh or me. Just the little circular button on a browser, perhaps. <laughs> there you go. No, wet nap. Wet, wet nap. All right, man. So anyway, I, I don't know why Peter would even bother being friendly to Liz after she treated him like that. But then again, you know, he's probably really not there to be, you know, for on a social occasion. He's really there to 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 see if she's aware of what that Harry got his tickets punched for a few more trips on the crazy train. Uh, <laughs> and of and of course, she isn't aware because Liz Allen is a clueless dingbat, just like Gwen Stacy was often, unfortunately, written as. And she doesn't realize that Harry has taken up certain extracurricular activities again and refuses to believe that he's currently in a big black box of a plot device from an <laughs> un universally loathed Nick Spencer miniseries. Uh, expect, except little Normie walks in. And tells mom to get a big heaping dose of reality and shows that Harry has the Green Goblin arsenal all polished up and ready to take flight. Okay. That doesn't seem right to Peter. Peter's thinking, huh? Last time I saw Harry, he was actually digging back into the old Bill Mantlo era carrion uh, with all Ooh. the bandages mm -hmm. and the decay and the scent of death thing, you know, minus the giant centipedes, of course. So I, anyway, so I don't know. But before he can think, reason this out too much, there's a knock at the door. <laughs> and finally, it's our hero, Norman Osborn, making a social call, <laughs> except Neither Liz nor Peter take too kindly to this visit uh, as Liz accuses Norman of being the one to turn Harry back to the dark side. And then Peter says, yeah, and by the way, what the hell happened to your hair? Why is it no longer red? Where's the corn cornrows? And what's well, going proof, on with you? What's that going proof, on with JR, that uh, proves, JR, that, that, that this Norman Osborne is now a good guy because without those cornrows, that's a good China that he is now before. Yeah, this ain't the real Norman, you know. And besides, Norman, <laughs> what's going on with your eyebrows? And, you know, and Norman says, well, that's funny coming from you, Peter, considering you obviously stole Ben Shapiro's eyebrows. Jeez. Um, <laughs> <so. laughs> Show the pictures. Show the pictures. I don't, have them. I don't have the Ben Shapiro, Peter Parker art. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> our, our, our criticism aside, 
Norman is actually there to warn Peter about an impending attack upon the feast center where dear old aunt may works because that's just the kind of caring person that Norman Osborn is. Although to be honest, I don't know if it's Norman Osborn warning Peter in that panel or if it's Biff Tannen, because it sure (laughs) as hell does not look like Norman Osborn. So anyway, the, you know, so Peter says, Liz, I gotta go. Uh, Don't notice uh, whatever. But anyway, so the demon, I mean, we go to the feast center, the demons break in, Spider-Man shows up to save the day and begins pummeling demon ass. Well, the scene scene switches to Ravencroft where the kingpin is reminiscing with Kindred about the first time they met deep within the French catacombs. Kindred's burned <laughs> the kingpin's pleased. Ooh la la. Yeah. yeah, what a place for a first date, huh? You know, kind of reminds me of my first date with my wife. You know, it was kind of like the scent of death was all around. But anyway, oh. I digress. Um, the How was of your Valentine's and, Day, JR? <laughs> the scent of death and hopelessness and oh, no God. way out. That's what the anyway. I'm but gonna get married king, real soon. <laughs> but the, the the kingpin and Kindred's revelry is interrupted by one of Mister Negative's demons presenting an offer to the kingpin because Mister Negative knows what the kingpin wants, and for that he's going to need more than just the tablet of life, life, death, life, and destiny. To be continued. All right. What a dull ending. What a dull book. What a C minus. A C minus. Okay. Oh, Uh, man. Kelly, what's your grade on it? Um, Well, I I don't know. I wouldn't give it a C. I would say maybe a B minus. Okay. But I like Normie. So. Yeah. Uh. George, what's your grade? We got C minus, B minus. I'm just going to give it a flat C. C. Okay, Mike? I agree with Kelly. This is more of a B minus. And a confession time, I didn't remember much of this book except for the normie scene and the uh, Kendrick <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. This, I would agree, is very forgettable. I would also give it a C. Mm-hmm. Uh, JR, I want, oh, here, but before we go, we got. Um, Vinkman is piling on insulting me. <laughs> wow. Glad you were just on that episode of Spider History. Thanks for the super chat insult, by the way. I like that. You were when you talked about Liz, you really are the forgetful Jones of the crawl space. Yeah, I think everyone would agree on that. But thanks, Vinkman. I don't uh, think there's any, I don't think there's any debate. No, there's no debate <laughs> on that. Um Spidey kicks butt de- spidey kicks demon butt.com coming soon from jr uh michael reed wants to know why jr is finding chicks in the graveyard uh <laughs> well like uh, i said it was just i knew that i knew that my uh my life was coming to an end when i you know met the woman i was soon to marry so you know it, it's death and, and graves it's kind of symbolic for marriage or a sec uh pay money and brad will read your insults about it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tommy wants to know, uh, George, what's the lowest grade you've ever given a Spencer issue? Is this it? Uh, I think I might have given something a D. I can't remember. I think I might have given. Uh, uh, actually, I think I might have given an F before, but at the same time, yeah, I, it, it seems like I've given a D or an F before. But at the same time, I, I think mm-hmm. I didn't attribute it to Spencer. 
Yeah, I think you attributed yeah. more to the editors. I, I attributed it to, to the editors, yeah. Yeah. For I, I remember what it was. I think it was the issue. It was a Hua or no, a LR book where it was a spider friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. yeah. That, that, that was a recent one, so. and and yeah, but I remember I didn't attribute that fail to uh, I didn't put that on Spencer so much as I put it on editorial, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, JR, uh, start us off with the pros, please. Uh, wow, um, <laughs> and Shapiro eyebrows, possibly. I don't know, that's <laughs> in the cons, okay. Um, well, I liked uh, the line uh, when Norman said, I'm working for the Kingpin, and Peter said, yeah, it's my LinkedIn of nightmares. Uh, I thought that was that was pretty good. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I just got, you know, here's the thing. I don't mind some of the mysteries. I kind of like the mystery of, oh, what's, you know, it's like the whole, uh, uh, you know, Harry's goblin glider being polished up and ready to go. And, you know, but it's just, like I said, it's taken us so long to get here. It's kind of hard to appreciate these little moments. Um, in the, but, uh, there, there, no, there really wasn't that much to like about it. Really. It was a, it was a pretty forgettable issue. I think uh, by the way, Oh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, I was going to say that the one thing about that is that there is a little bit of a continuity nod in this issue about regarding uh, Normie uh, finding the, his uh, Harry's Goblin's dash. Because it turns out that there was actually a one-shot of Web of Venom one-shot in which Normie and uh, Eddie Brock's son, is it Dylan? Yeah, Dylan. Yeah. Okay. And they're basically, they team up and basically like they can all talk about, hey, my dad's crazier than your dad and all that stuff. Um, well, it turns out the code that Normie puts in is actually his birthday because mm-hmm. there because he finds the club because he finds that stash in that one shot issue. So, okay. this is so actually going to the code to get into the goblin thick layer. Yep, and into yeah. his computer, it's password. I bet. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's more like whatever Normie's birthday is or whatever it is. But so, yeah. it's so the whole thing is there, it, it is kind of calling back act to because initially I kind of thought that Nor- oh, this is Normie's stuff and he's just trying to frame his dad. But then at, at the same time, they do give an explanation that say that that Harry kind of keeps this goblin stuff around because yeah. deep down he still kind of wants to be the green goblin and still kind of obsessed with you know yeah. carrying on his dad's legacy and everything, even but at the same time. It kind of doesn't fit with what we already know, like Peter's right to be suspicious. And it kind of goes back to that whole idea that maybe, you know, there's that whole two kindred, there's two Harry thing, like one's already dead and this and whoever this kindred is, whoever this kindred Harry is, he's kindred and stuff. So it's it's kind of a neat little. You what know, was your grade on it, Mike, again? Was it a B? It was a like B minus. It was a B minus, yeah. So it's, give some pros and then Kelly, you give some pros too, because you guys had the highest grades. I think think well that was one of the things i did like i did like kind of the scene there about how we are kind of getting some you know he is i mean it's very slow but we are we did get a little bit some hints there about you know confirmation about stuff like about the kingpin saying that yeah that he's trying to get he's trying to get kindred you know went to kindred because he thought he could he thought kindred help bring his wife back and and stuff like that but other than that it's, it's it's more like the very slow, there's small little nuggets there. Mm-hmm. That, but again, it's coming in really, you know, yeah. Spencer's taking his time feeding us right. little morsels and crumb bits and stuff until right. a certain issue that we'll get to later. Kelly, yeah. um, what's your pros? What do you like about it? I mean, kind of the same, same as Mike is just, it's, it's the little things. It's a little continuity. Um, 
tie-ins. It's the fact that everything still flows really well that I don't really want to give it a C, but mm-hmm. it is kind of a slow, it's a slow issue. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I do at least appreciate that we're kind of coming back into seeing Peter's life and seeing the people around him that, you know, it's not just all Spider-Man all the time. So in that sense, I, I appreciate like getting to at least touch down with Liz and Liz act like Liz, it, not slots, weird businesswoman situation. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, seeing Normie be a smart kid. Cause I mean, he's gone through enough as it is. Like he's kind of always on edge. So the fact that he found that and he showed it to them, you know, yeah. I, I enjoyed the little parts of it, but uh, I, I, I'm I probably going to agree with most cons with it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, George, what's your pros on it? I have none. Yeah. No pros? Really? I mean, I, I, it was cool seeing Liz and Normie uh, yeah. and, and how they're impacted. Uh, aside that, no. Okay. JR, hit me with what you didn't like. Uh, well, obviously... Um, you know, I don't, and this probably it's more relevant next issue. I don't care about Mr. Negative. I think he's a dull villain. He's a, to me, he's like a holdover from the slot era. And I'd almost I just agree. assume that we don't, you know, we just don't deal with that anymore. Um, and, uh, but to be honest, and I, and I was being, I, you know, I was making fun of it earlier, but I think the artist, I don't like the art at all. Um, Peter looks, I mean, other than, and, and honestly, I mean, come on. It, I don't know if you can, you know, I can't really, I mean, uh, it's like, Look at those eyebrows on Peter. <laughs> they're on, they're on, huge. On. They're like big black caterpillars. You, you know, it's it's yeah. and that and Norman big. doesn't look like Norman. I mean, it's like where, where's that one in? Oh yeah, here here's the one in Norman. It's like, I mean, is that that doesn't look like Norman at all? You know, it's it it's doesn't. so yeah. so yeah. The the art was a big. Other than I did like the the spider the Spider Man though. I just kind of liked how. I don't know. I thought his Spider-Man looked good, but uh, the rest of the art was, the was very, was very right. poor. Yep. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, Javi and I want to know who let the dogs out. <laughs> Who's got a dog my, barking? My Sorry, dog has been dead for 10 years, so it ain't mine. <laughs> <Your dog died. laughs> no, it's, it's probably my roommates. I, I'm, I was trying to like turn the mute on, but since I'm on my mobile right now, it has like it did with satellites. It's frozen. Oh, yeah. So I can't mute myself, and I apologize, guys. Here, I, can, I can mute you. Hold on. Here. <laughs> there. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, I I welcome to my world, Kelly. <laughs> since, we're, since we're on cons, Brad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to I echo uh, JR. Really, this is my overwhelming problem with the issue, with both yeah. this issue and the next issue. Um, we need to stop using crappy slot people. Just period. Uh, Marvel editorial, Spencer, if you're listening to us, please, please, for the love of God, I, I am, I'm imploring you. I am praying. I am pleading. Please stop using slot characters. They're not interesting. No one cares about them. They are. No, I mean, I'm sure there are. You're right. I'm sure there's some people that do care about them. Uh, You're not going to find them on this show probably, but um, Martin Lee and Mr. Negative are just, it's such a dull, uninspiring villain. And, and if you wanted to bring in, um, if you wanted to bring in Liz and Normie, 
and into a, you know, kind of a, a, a soul searching, you know, family impact kind of a way, uh, you know, bring in, uh, bring in the Moulton man, bring in Mark Raxton, mm. you know, or something like that. Or th- there's other ways to do it with, with far, far, far better characters. Can we yeah. please lose, can we please lose the Martin Lees and the Carly Coopers of this universe? And, and the thing, what? Um, the, that villain and I know you didn't play the video game, but he is the one of the main villains of the video game, which sold a lot more comics than ever sold last year of a Spider-Man. Look so at all that. The, look look at all the craps I don't give, Brad. They're fine. I, <laughs> well, well, I, I have seen that video game because I've got a, a teenager who's played it many times. Right. And uh, it, trust me, Mr. Negative was not who sold all those comic books or whatever. So you mean the video game? But the exposure of that villain is has impacted the spider community more no. than comic books. No, no. I mean, no. a lot of people have seen no. that villain. No, why? It, it's still a, it's still a dumbass, boring villain. It's a, I'm, it's not saying, I'm not saying if it's con, I'm saying he's just out there. Nothing. I think, yeah, I think it, I think Brad's point is the fact that Mister Negative. I mean, to to the to the public at large, has been a Spider-Man villain, especially to those who do not read comics on a regular basis. Is well, that that's fine. Then they're yeah. not going to be reading this. That's probably not. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. A lot, a lot, yeah. a lot of people watch Superman Returns, too, and it's still a dumbass movie. If Marvel's so intent on pushing these crap slot characters, do it in other media. Do it in the cartoons that I'm not going to watch. I think they have. You know? they have. <laughs> fine, fine. Keep them there. That's where they belong. On, on things that no one watches. Or has uh, to be. Michael subjected. Reed says, uh, we need better villains like the rocket racer. <laughs> I could throw a rock out a window and hit a better villain than, than Mr. Mr. Negative. Javi's disagreeing with you, uh, George. Javi explain a little bit and happy birthday, Ryan Reed. I by defend Javi's oh, yeah. right to be Hobby, wrong. Hobby. You defend right? <laughs> you're the, you're the Shapiro. You're, you're his Shapiro. Huh? I don't have, hey. I, I don't have the eyebrows. Hey, no. hey, as as uh, hey, facts don't care about your feelings, folks. That's what <laughs> facts don't, <laughs> don't care about your Mr. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh any other comments on that issue? I thought it was very I agree whoever said it was very forgettable. Yeah, it was very it, forgettable. yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Michael Reed says, uh, I don't mind Mr. Negative. Honestly, if someone has an idea to make them better or add to them power to them, Spencer okay. has the ability, George, of making negative someone you like. Spencer has the ability to fix things that other people have effed up beyond recognition. Uh, and he has the ability to do that very quickly. He does not have the ability to take a crappy one note tier four villain and, tier turn, four. That, and turn that into something interesting. I, that, 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 that's a much harder. Yeah, job. No, no, no. Okay. Hold on, George. Now a good writer can, is, is there ever been something that started off awful for you and then it flipped or are you always first impressions? Nothing better with time. First impression is a big thing for me. Oh, you mean like, uh, uh, what do you mean? The, like the way, like, uh, like Judas traveler became more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, <laughs> Or clash, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm saying, do those concepts not have the ability to get better? I'm not saying it, it can't happen. I'm just saying, what's what's the point? I mean, what is it about Mister Negative where you want to pick him up and say, "Man, I really need to turn this character around." This is this is this character is just so essential to everything going on. Well, I, I mean, it's, just, it, it's not. It's a BS character. It's just that. And can we please just stop using slot characters? 
so if it's got slot, uh, the the taint of slot on it, it's like it's like Brad. It's like somebody farts in an elevator. All right, and you're in the elevator, and then they walk out of the elevator. Right, they get yeah. off on the floor. The doors close, and and but 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 what they did, the damage still lingers. It's right there. That's what that's that's what Mister or that's what Mister Negative is. All right. Fart. All slot, right. slot got off the elevator already, but we're still stuck with the stench. <clears throat> Stop using it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all 34 of you watching right now, we just compared writing to farts. Okay. <laughs> we are deep tonight, boy. There you go. Uh, can, I, can I quote the cranberries? Do you have to let it linger? <laughs> Please. Can we just hit the fan and be done with this? Just be done with Mr. Negative and Carly Ooh, Cooper and all these other crappy slot characters. Please let it hit, hit the fan. Hit the fan and let's get let's get some fresh air in there. Oh my God, Brad! George isn't as easily entertained as you are. You ought to know that by now, says. Boy, that's for damn sure. Oh my God. Oh, if there's one thing this podcast has proven in the last ten years. Oh my God. Uh, isn't Overdrive a brand new day character, George? Says Mary. Yes, and I, I and if you go back and listen to me talk about Overdrive previously, I've pointed out how like he's probably my least favorite part of Superior Foes, and like when he right. showed back up again, I, I I mean it was cool, you know, Spencer writing and everything, but okay, fine, whatever. Uh, because Spencer, I, I almost look at that at, at that character and say it's more of a Spencer character than it is a slot character. Now, yeah. in that sense, Brad. In that okay. sense, in that sense, sure, what you were saying earlier was was true. Nick Spencer has used Overdrive a lot better uh, yes. than than Dan Slot has, but at the same time, uh, Mister Negative will always be a Dan Slot villain. There's no escaping that because because, because Mister Negative is, is is far more prolific from mm -hmm. uh, from a bad character standpoint than mm -hmm. Overdrive is. Yeah, I mean Overdrive is clearly a you know, a C-list villain and he's treated like one and he's not expected to be anything else, nor does anybody have any pretensions, but the way they keep bringing back Mr. Negative, it's like he's, they're, they're assigning more prominence to him than he deserves. They keep trying Matt, to make him happen. And I'm looking yeah. at him like, it's not happening. Stop. Right. Matt says some writers have been known to make crap shine, George. Uh, yeah, but not often. I mean, you, you got to have something to work with Mr. Negative. There's nothing to work with. He's just, Obviously, he's just Javi has a rebuttal to you. He says, Mr. Negative's got a great visual tying in with Peter's personal life and Spidey's keep in mind, not read any of slots negatives. Uh, a, a great costume doesn't make, or a great look doesn't make a character, you know, fleshed out dimensional and, and, and well, well-rounded or interesting. Um, I will say something actually positive about Mr. Negative, okay. uh, potentially. I'm going to um, kill you in D and D on Monday. Okay. <laughs> but no, no, you might, you might appreciate this. He makes for a better. He would make for a better Daredevil villain than a Spider-Man villain. Why? Yes. Because 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 again, Mister Negative is very is all about like the visual. Like he is literally a photographic negative come to life, and Daredevil's blind, so therefore you've got a little synergy there. Plus, Mister Negative is kind of like a crime boss kind of thing. So whatever gets him the hell out of Spider-Man comics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How about we trade Punisher for Negative? I mean, not Punisher. Kingpin. Well. Well. I, we'll, we'll trade. Uh, no, we, we'll trade uh, Mr. Negative for Bullseye. There you go. Oh, Bullseye. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll trade um, Mr. Negative for Bullseye. Let's make that happen, Marvel. Matt says, I thought Carly Cooper was a Joe Casada character. Or am I wrong or what, George? Uh, I mean, technically, she's both. Uh, it's it's a character that uh, that slot named after after Quesada's daughter because yeah. cutesy because, you know, we got to throw that in there, whatever. It's it's time for a car to fall on her. 
Oh, All right. Wow. After that segue, I got nothing, Kelly. Here's uh, ASM 59 uh, Legacy yeah. 860. Take me through this one. Look who's on the cover, George's right. favorite. <laughs> yeah, George's favorite. As we as we just, you know, that's that's the segue there. Um, <laughs> so Nick, it's Nick Spencer, Marcella Barriera. Uh, so Martin Lee explains his origins. How he stole his real his uh, civilian name from a man he murdered before uh, he was ever Mr. Negative. He explains that Mr. Negative, even without him, is still just as much a part of him as who he, because who who is he without his sins? They've defined his life. We see Norman trying to get Liz to come out of the room she locked herself in. So yay, we finally have Liz acting like Liz again. <laughs> Yeah, which means mm-hmm. locking herself in a room and, and screaming. Um, uh, he's asked Liz and Normie to come see Kindred. We come. Uh oh, uh oh. The demon Kelly? crew. There she, is. there she is. All right. Okay, I'm back. Cool. Yeah, you're yep. back. You're back. Yay! All right. Um. So we cut back to May and Martin crawling into the crawl space to hide. Where, where did they go? The they crawl go? space. <laughs> the first mention of the crawl space right there in caps, right? It's in caps. Yeah. Well, it's bolded. Yeah. It's bolded. We, sh- we yeah. should, we should, we should take a moment and wave at Nick Spencer. Hi, Nick. So, Thanks hey, for Nick. watching. How's it going? Appreciate it, Nick. Try, yeah. try, not, try not to hate us when, when the user doesn't work well for us. We like we like you overall. You're Thank a great you for, dude. Yeah, yeah just, wait, just wait until we get to issue 60. Trust me. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Truth. All right. So, yeah. So, they crawl into the crawl space that is under the utility room closet as the, de- the demon crew, whatever... Mr. Negative's crew is, is called right now is fighting Spider-Man right outside. And Peter kind of monologues in his head for a bit as he fights Mr. Negative's gang, questioning um, you know, just everything over Harry and never being much for prayers. But at this point, he's so tired of whatever is going on that he just wants he just wants this thing with Harry to be over. Um, and, and so do we. You know, and so do we. Uh, of course, over this montage of him fighting, um, it does keep cutting back to Liz and Norman visit or Normie visiting Kindred. Question: Where is Stanley? And I'll get into that in Good my thoughts because where is Stanley? Um, father, I tell you what. Yeah. So as Peter continues to kind of fight on autopilot while he's deep in thought, one of the demon goons manage to get a hold of Aunt May and demands Spider-Man to stop. So as they're yelling at each other, Martin basically just says, you know what? I give myself over to you guys. I don't want to be defined by my sins. So I'm immediately going to walk out there and immediately have this demon come into me and become Mr. Negative again. Because that makes, you know, that's how you're not defined by your sins. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) By, By becoming your biggest sin. That's, that's cool. Um, so right as Mr. Negative is about to call off his goons and kind of make parlay, Mayor Fisk and his police task force show up and arrest Mr. Negative and Spider-Man questions Wilson's intentions because it's 
this doing something shady is as factual as water being wet. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> like that. So, uh, Fisk, Fisk threatens the shelter to get Spider, uh, Spider-Man to back off questioning and Mr. Negative and him take off, whispering the negative that he hopes that he, you know, he has what he's been looking at, looking for. Peter webs off, go, changes, comes back to talk to Aunt May. Aunt May notices Peter is bleeding and makes, and then starts making notes about maybe the repair company will give her a discount for repeat business. Uh, she tells Peter that she's starting to feel like she's attracting all of this destruction and violence, and maybe she's responsible for it. Peter comforts comforts her, tells her not, you know. It's not her fault, but she does need to be so trusting with people like Martin Lee. And Aunt May gives us some real Aunt Mayness that we have not heard from her in a long time. And I've missed Aunt it. Where she, <laughs> yep. Where she says that we have to be trusting as, you know, because we we have to have hope that people can be better than who they were yesterday. So there's hope for us. Oh, that's um, good. Yep, and then in real fun juxtaposition, the next scene is Normie on a rooftop, understandably wanting to be alone because his family is completely insane, and I, he's the only sane one at this point. And Norman finds his grandson and wants to talk to him, but obviously Normie's not here for any of that um, because as he tells his grandfather, the adults in his life just do whatever they want. They lie all the time and never say who they, who they truly are. Um, Norman then shows Normie a family photo of himself and Harry at a carnival or Coney Island when Harry was around Normie's age and it goes on for a spiel about how the adults in Normie's life are disappointing and frightening fair Um, but you know they're all they all just want to be better for Normie which I I call shenanigans on that but you know this isn't this isn't Norman Normie, so I like our our Norman Norman. So I don't know. I'm also getting tongue tied on their names. <laughs> Norman and Normie, yeah, that's kind of hard to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> if it yeah. makes you feel any better, uh, at my job, uh, there's this mm-hmm. project we're working on, it, and I have to say FSS a lot, <laughs> and I wind up saying FFS all the time instead of FSS, <laughs> and people are always calling me out on it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I. I I also wrote in my notes as like, and and I hope, you know, he also wants to be better for Stanley. Cause again, where is Stanley? <laughs> no, haven't seen him in hundred plus issues, right? Oh, he's, he's hanging out with Chuck Cunningham. <laughs> oh, those, that's a deep happy days reference. That's a, that's a, that's a deep, deep happy days. For those older viewers, that was a show in the seventies or no, no, those younger viewers. I apologize. <laughs> it was a show in the seventies and eighties. And 80s, yeah. yeah. Chuck. Also, wasn't there a brother on another show that got written out? There was well, there was quite a few of them. I think. Yeah, I'm can you cast that net any wider there, Brad? <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Kelly. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, Norman then promises to take him uh take the kid to Coney Island and they head back inside as Norman sees Peter's watching over them from another rooftop. And now for the fun part, because I, I did enjoy this part. So back at the mayor's office, Fisk and Negative are talking about giving Fisk the tab- tablet of death and entropy, advising that if someone has both tablets, 
uh, this one and the tablet of life and destiny, that a man could have the power of resurrection. So negative, of course, reminds Fisk this is all his as long as he gets, you know, his territories back. And Fisk is like, but why would why would you just want that when you could help me get the tablet of life and destiny and have more? And brings him to a room in the mayor's office that has a team at a round table consisting of Al from Daredevil, Iron Man's Madame Mask, Silvermane, Hammerhead, Crime Master, Tombstone, and then I believe Manslaughter Marsdale and Black Mariah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Black Mariah, and, yeah. I, that that was shocking for me to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, that doesn't look like uh, uh, Alfie Woodard or whoever played her. Oh, in, yeah, uh, from the Luke Cage show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Um, so... Things are about to go down to get the le- mm-hmm. to have a little life and destiny back for okay. from Boomerang. So and what's your grade that on? Is what I'm I let's see, where did I put my grade? I I gave it a B. Okay. So and and mostly that's because Aunt May is Aunt May. Yeah, Aunt May was on character. Jr., what's your grade? We got one B on the on the board. Yeah, I'll give it a C plus. Okay, Mike. Um, yeah, I'm giving this kind of a C plus today. Although I did like the, uh, I did like the setup for the, the final pages actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. George. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give this one a B minus. Okay. I'll give it a C. No, I'm going to give it a B minus. Cause they say crawl space. Uh, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for watching. <laughs> hey. Okay. Kelly, let's hear your pros. Um, I mean, it's a solid filler story. And mm. I, yeah. I think as much as we're getting tired of the filler stories, at least taking it at its value, it's a really solid story. Like we said, we, you know, we definitely, we got a nod, crawl spaces, yeah. tons of crawl spaces mm-hmm. in the shelter. Mm-hmm. Come um, on down, Aunt May. We're partying yeah. down here. But don't yeah. bring Martin Lee now anywhere near George. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to bitch out. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, um, I think, you know, it's ha- having the story at least move forward, even if it's only in the last few pages, was a lot of fun, especially because that splash page is a really big moment. Like we are leading up to something really, a really, a really big knockout drag out fight. So I. I appreciate that. I like the juxtaposition between the two scenes of Aunt May and Peter and Norman and Normie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that that was done really brilliantly. I just, I literally all through my notes, I'm just literally going, where's Stanley? So like, <laughs> I have a, I have a whole other question of just like, where is this baby? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Cause the moment he's kindred, he's not around. Hmm. Uh, Hornacek says in chat, uh, Nick Spencer will have a random character say crawl space in every issue just to jump Brad's grades up. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Yep. I like it. Also, Javi has a question for JR. He says, uh, JR, do you think Norman's sins went into Peter? Well, I, I, I must say I'm terribly bad at prognosticating anything, but I don't think so. I think okay. Peter would have been acting a little bit more crazy if it, if he had Norman sins in him, but uh, who knows? Who knows where this is going? I mean, obviously we're not going to finish it off for another 40 issues, so. <laughs> is that the consensus? That's just what I've been saying. Do we think we're not wrapping this up until 100? 
Oh well, he's definitely gonna because well, he's definitely gonna have to extend things out here or stuff like that because you know because if, because again like this issue is setting up the the hopefully the um the comfort the the, the wrap up to like Boomerang stealing the tap stealing the tablet of life and destiny from Kingpin and everything like this and how that's gonna you know tie in for a couple issues there well, and, he, and also yeah Spencer's got if I'm counting right three stories I think the A story is Kindred. Yes. The B story is the kingpin and the tablet. Yes. The C story is Fred and the suit, I think. Well, the they're kind of tie, he's kind of tying some of this stuff together because you're trying to because he's signed the new co- Fred's story in there. You also got to remember there's also this there's a romance between Robbie and uh Beetle. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a deep yeah. Oh, right, no, Randy and Beetle, excuse me. Yeah. So you that's because that's four, tied four storylines going on at the moment. Well, yeah. and then we and then we have uh which George will discuss very shortly in issue number 60, <laughs> Mary Jane yeah. and her uh, co-production with another certain super villain. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. By so the way, well, we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. But uh, other pros, what else we got? Well, I well, think this issue finally showed what a not kind and decent human being that Norman Osborn is. You know, and I, I think it's a long overdue. <laughs> that, uh, I think it, it's long overdue that we've seen this side of Norman. Really <laughs> well, Jr. Oh, man, it's it's four twenty air day. Yeah, all day air day, four twenty oh JR. Well, well, although I, I tell you what, though, it is it did bring back a couple of things that, uh, um, you know, uh, sometimes uh, it did bring back some memories about sometimes you wish you had things to do over again mm-hmm. uh, with your son, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and then something my mother once said after my daughter was born that uh, you know sometimes uh, you look at having grandchildren as a, a way to get things right. That you didn't get oh, right well. the first time, so that's what. So that so that kind of was, uh, you know, part of it. But uh, I obviously, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I'm suspicious of this. But well, you know, here's the yeah. thing. Well, Norman, I think always had had a soft spot for Normie. After all, they did team up in that Red Carnage series. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, you came like you know, hey, you know. So there's that. Yeah. But no, no, Norman loves his son and his grandson. But Norman is just mm-hmm. terrible at showing it. He has mm-hmm. no clue. He has no clue mm-hmm. and he doesn't have a clue that he doesn't have a clue. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but, but no, I actually did. I agree with Kelly. That was actually a good scene. You know, I mean, you could, mm-hmm. you could almost, there, there's part of Norman, I think that would really like to change things, but you know, he's, uh, but he can't, he can't, he's too no. far gone. Yeah. You're talking about being a grandfather. JR, are you, are, any, no, no, any no, no, chance no, no. of you being a grandfather <laughs> no, no, no. anytime soon? What, what are you going to no, do no, differently? No. You're going to introduce the, the kids. I mean, it won't, it won't be, it won't be long. <laughs> I don't know if you ask my daughter, my daughter, uh, my daughter has ab- the idea of, of actually uh, spewing out a small human is repugnant. Spewing. To her. Uh, uh, Chaos <laughs> finds a way, Fettinger. Oh, God, I hope not. She, she is in a very serious relationship. Oh. But uh, dad, not, don't but, talk but, about me on the Internet. But I told, I told her that she could not marry until I die. You know, oh, so uh, you wow. so you're not stuck with the bill. <laughs> so in about two I, years, no, just yeah, no, no, no. It's like no. I mean, she's my. I mean, no, she's my little girl. You know, Ebenezer Fettinger. I mean, I mean don't you know, Kelly, aren't you somebody's still somebody's little girl? No matter how old you get. I mean, I guess so, but me and my dad don't work like that. We've always been independent of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not a daddy's girl. I'm more of the I'm I'm gonna do things on my own and yeah. But if I remember Ke- Kelly, your dad's a cop, isn't he? 
Yes. Okay, so that, <laughs> all the boys are scared, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah it, well, it's, that it's, it's not. It's not even a cop. It was an investigator for the state. Oh, he'll murder them, and they'll never find them. Evidently. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a dark turn. It did. Wow. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay. but I mean, no, I, I, but no, I mean, I, uh, you know, Spencer's. I, there's, there's a lot of things I wish I'd done differently yeah. with my son. I just, you know, so I can kind of relate to that. Mo- you know, I can kind of relate to that. You know, w- wishing you had another chance. Um, but, uh, but that was probably the only part of it. You know, that I really liked because, again, it there, there wasn't really much much meat. Yeah. meet on this story. Mary has a question for you, JR. Did you notice the scene where Aunt May questions Peter's bleeding? Does this add further Looks credit like to your theory that she ha- already knows? Um, yeah, that's kind of, it kind of occurred to me that, that she yeah, knows. Same. Uh, the thing is, though, her face started melting again, yeah. so I don't know if this is the real Aunt May. <laughs> that's you the know, I mean, problem. Yeah. That, that, that last scene or whatever, it was kind of like, oh, some of the good old Eric Larson uh, <laughs> Aunt May uh, oh, yeah. Crypt Keeper type uh, art. Pa- power yeah. Packers. Well, we learn something new about the panel every day. We, we, really, <laughs> we really do. We really, we really, really uh, do. Hornacek says, uh, will the video be shown on Dateline NBC about uh, JR's daughter's boyfriend killing him so he can get married? Yes, next oh. Friday. That'll be a Dateline special. <laughs> we'll oh, no. him here on the crawl space. Tr- trust me. Uh, the way I feel at times, I'll probably let him in the door. Uh, <laughs> Aunt May is Clayface. Says, or is like, okay, cons. Kelly, it's your oh, book. I, I didn't get to give my well, pro. I'm sorry. One yeah, more no, pro yeah. out of time, Yeah, yeah. Sir. Kelly, go ahead. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, George, what, what's your pros? Or do you have them? I was yeah, going to no, go to Kelly I, for I, cons. I, Let's- I, I, do have, I do have pros, yeah. Let me hear it. I have pros. I have them. Um. So I, I did like... I did like that we got a little deeper into Normie uh, and it made me feel bad for the kid. Yeah. You know, it, it really did make me feel bad. You are literally in a, number one, your mother's worthless. Number two, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Liz is crap. I'm, I'm she, she is. is. She yeah. is. Uh, number two. All right. Um, you know, your, your granddad's insane. Your dad's insane because of your granddad. You literally have no one regular in your family. That's true. Mm-hmm. And That's I true. feel terrible for this kid. Like when the kid was sitting there on the roof, all he was like, I just want to be alone. I wanted to hug him so bad. Yeah. And I was like, kid, I am so sorry. One day you're probably going to be screwed up and it's not your fault. You mm-hmm. did nothing. All yeah. you wanted to do was be a little boy who had a Spider-Man doll at one point. Yeah. And everyone in your life ganged up on you to kick you down and, and, and just make your, your life feel as worthless as it could be. And I felt sorry for that kid. So in that sense, yeah. Spencer did a real good job of making Normie way more three-dimensional and human than Normie's ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, wow. I agree a hundred percent on that actually. Yeah. Um, There's MC2. But no, yes. well, M- MC two is that was like a, a a more grown up Normie, and not and, yeah. and he was and he still wanted to be in a villain, you yeah. know. And, and honestly, I mean, that's probably we all know that's probably in the cards. It, that that crazy yeah. gene is in the family. But I just wanted to hug the little kid so hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I felt so bad for this kid, and that's a testament to Spencer's writing. I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know I what? That. Even though the closest that. thing to a normal man in his life, theoretically, Uncle Peter is is so thoroughly screwed up too that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, he's, he's too really in a way, Peter's too self-indulgent and, and uh, you know, uh, to, to, to help the kid out either. <laughs> even, mm-hmm. even his uncle's a villain. 
Yes, oh, Mark Rapton. Yes, yes. Uncle's yeah. a villain. This kid has nowhere to turn to. Why is the state not coming and taking this kid away? Why has not? Why he had? Why has he not been put into foster care? Child services. Poor Normie. Oh, oh man. Here's a and question. I, I I don't remember. Is Peter the uh, the godfather of Normie? I think he I is. He is. So, yeah. yeah. He is. So he's kind of. Where's his responsibility for this kid not screwing up? Well, now Peter did. There are times when like Norman starts talking about Normie, and if you notice, Peter starts to twist off. Okay. Yeah. Peter is very defensive of Normie. He actually is. Uh, oh yeah. He, he told yeah. Norman he was going to kill him uh, yeah. in that yeah. great yeah. Paul Jenkins story when Norman implied that he might, you know, take out Normie himself, and Peter said, "I'll kill you." Yeah. 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 Peter's cool. very defensive of of. Good. Norman. Good. Yeah. That's cool. But All unfortunately, right. Peter's so got so many of his own problems, he's not he's he's not gonna be much help either. Right. So so that's that's one of my pros. I would right. give, I'll give you that. I, I've never really liked the kid, but you know what? When you when you phrase it like that, what's there? I mean, he everything's up against him not to succeed in yeah. life. I mean, even the stern DeFalco years, he was reduced to just the kid with the spot pulling the head off the spider. Pulling the head, head off the spider, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, really, that that was as deep as he got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This 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 literally made him three dimensional and made me feel terrible True. for him. Um, so that's my first pro. My second pro, um, mm -hmm. I did like the Aunt May stuff. I, I there yeah. was some, there was some great Aunt May stuff, like Kelly referenced. Uh, really good Aunt, strong Aunt May stuff. I always like that. Number three, I don't want to. I don't. I'm trying to find a good way to say this, but that that but that splash page at the end. Mm -hmm. With all of those big names, with all of those heavy hitters, it uh, it, it made me feel a certain way. How about that? I, I was like, oh, that hit yeah. me like a wave. I was like, this, I'm, mm -hmm. I am down for this. I want to see. I mean, it's got the owl. The mm -hmm. owl is back there, dude. The owl, Silvermane's head, which, yeah. which I mean, that. I, 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 I mean, Silvermane's an interesting villain. I've always liked Silvermane, but Silvermane's head is so much better. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it, it's like he's more effective as just a head yeah, but doesn't right. he need to be on top mm -hmm. of a car, little car or something yeah that's something, what I was gonna say. Yeah. that's a big, that's a big dude that too, I, one of my favorite <laughs> moments in comics in the last 20 years was when spencer wrote superior foes and and they put they put silvermane's head on the car and then painted him up like paul stanley from kiss <laughs> oh my god i that stuck with me forever i was like this is so genius this is so transcendent right this this is that moment where i i finally look at comics like literature which i don't normally i'm like i, I get it now right uh, i mean but all those big names dude tombstone there's i mean there's a lot of bad blood in this room man tombstone yeah. and and hammerhead and and, and yeah, black mariah wow i was like oh my god you know i, yeah. I was blown away by that splash and i want to see half that room curb stomp mr negative into obscurity <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, just beat him down like a narc at a biker rally, man. I mean, just this hardcore. I want them to hit Martin Lee so hard his grandkids feel it. This stormy feels right. it, yeah. So those are my pros. That's a lot of pros. I, I'm sad I almost skipped over you. I, I apologize, man. That's yeah, good. I was going to be heard by God. <laughs> I had things to say. <laughs> Not letting you silence me anymore, Douglas. I, I apologize. Genie's out the bottle, Brad. You can't put it back in. Genie's out the bottle. All right, you like me, <laughs> I'm not going to rub you the right way. All right, um, blink. Oh, <laughs> uh, Power Packers and several people in chat are with Kelly. Where's Stanley? Where's Waldo and Stanley? What? Yeah. Uh, where the hell, Stanley? Yeah. 
that's another kid that has zero character development in it. Well, he's well, an infant. That doesn't stop a good writer. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> maybe this is hey, boss, baby. Hey, maybe one movie that has it had, had basically had a great infant character, aside from Look Who's Talking. But Full, house. <laughs> Full house. Full house. Full house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. All right, Kelly Cons. <laughs> Uh, my cons are the artwork completely. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just uh, Marcelo Ferreira with being inked by Maury Hollowell and Andrew Crossley. Like, I don't know if it was because there were two inkers. I don't know if it was just like, maybe they just don't really work well with each other, but it, it looks messy and weird. And like, uh, I think George, I think it was, was it George or JR? One of y'all earlier said, you know, that it looked like her face was melting. Yeah, everybody's face looks melty and weird and contorted and awkward at times. So I just, that was a big eh on me because it it doesn't take away from the story, but that's because the story is really good. I honestly think that the story would have been better if the art had complemented it. True. If you would have had Gleason or Bagley Mm -hmm. or, oh, the, the guy that started this run. That just left. Oh, um, Otley. Otley. Yeah. If you would have had Otley on, yeah. Any, and yeah, I wish Otley, Otley was still Otley in the is missed. Otley is missed. He is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other. Let's open up for cons from the rest of the panel. What? Where are some cons? I just thought it was just kind of, kind of slow. Really, yeah. that's about it. Really, mm-hmm. I made yeah. complaint. George cons. I, I would like to uh, to mention a con here. Uh, and I don't, and and uh, I I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but I really hate Mister Negative. Mister Negative, <laughs> is a terrible character. I think we've been through it this. It's an yeah. awful character. Can we please stop using slot characters now? Please, can we please stop using slot yeah. characters? Please. This is please. two issues. He's even on the cover. Ugh. Yeah. Well, no one would me of these trouble of these of these troublesome, burdensome slot characters. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> George Vinkman is. Uh, thank you again, Vinkman. He talks about the silver mane uh, head on a little car was in the speed dim in Marvel Legend. Yeah, I remember years. we covered that on the show. You, I think you, you need yeah. to pick that figure up, George. It's a cute little figure. I haven't bought it, but silver silver mane's head is so much more significant than silver mane on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really ah, is. <laughs> has a good comment. He says. Stanley, isn't that a slot character? Does that make him bad, George? <laughs> yeah. Does that uh, make him bad? The only the only slot character that was not bad was uh, Anna Maria. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she was true. Good. We haven't True. seen her, in, and and, and that came again from the only part of Slot's run that was actually good was Superior Spider-Man, where he, his writing—it's it, almost like he just liked Doctor Octopus and understood Doctor Octopus a lot more than mm-hmm. he ever did Spider-Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and and Anna Marie was like the the only good, and honestly, that's a character you could bring back, and I wouldn't. Complain. Anna Maria, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jr. Cons, yeah, I think we talked about him a lot, but the the artwork is a big one. Uh, the artist with you and Kelly on that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, before we move on to the next issue, Matt has a question for JR, or he talks about uh child within storyline. Oh, uh, what about the storyline? How broke uh, everything in Spider-Man's world is. If I remember that well, JR, you're going to talk about that this year on spider history. If I remember. Oh yeah. It's coming up later in the year, late summer, early fall, whatever, you know, it depends on, uh, depends on uh, how long it takes us to get through maximum garbage. So uh, we're going to review maximum carnage this summer. Please pray for me. I have to be on those shows. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, all right. I may start drinking. This may be when I start drinking on the on the podcast. Oh, before I move mm-hmm. on to ASM sixty, Michael Reed wants to know, George, if you had a gun to your head, clones, Mister Negative, or symbiotes, you have to pick one. <laughs> Shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a good. I've had a good long life. I've had a lot of friends. I've done a lot of cool things. Put a bullet in me. Put me down. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got an idea. How about if we clone Mister Negative and then put a symbiote on him? Symbiote. Oh, <laughs> How bad would your life be? I'll kick you in the tic tacs. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's probably not that's probably not an outlandish <laughs> idea. I mean, considering yeah. how symbiote. Yeah. Especially if Keenan Black goes on for the like the next uh, you know the full <laughs> year at this point, man. <laughs> All right. Before we move on, again, Aunt May, thanks for visiting the crawl space. Just want you to know, thanks. Mm-hmm. Swing by anytime, you or Spencer. Uh, all right, uh, ASM 60 coming up and look around for folks. Here's mm-hmm. the one where people have been wanting to hear this one. Look at those numbers tick up already. <laughs> look at that. Mm-hmm. The oh, numbers yeah. are going up. This is the one that you need to stick around for. This is the issue boy. Mm-hmm. George hit me through this one. All right. So, uh, so we start off with Peter in bed, having nightmares about kindred. Uh, because you know, it's, it's weighing on his mind. Mary Jane walks in with breakfast that I guess she got from around the corner. It's weird. She says, I was worried this breakfast I made you at the, at the bodega downstairs and the cart around the corner. I'm like, what, you went to two places to get breakfast? (laughs) It's 2021. You can have it delivered, (laughs) you know? Uh, and she shoves a cruller or something in the, in the Peter's mouth. I don't know what that is. (laughs) What is that? A donut? I don't know. It's, it looks looks like a baked potato. It looks cream filled, whatever it is. But honestly, MJ ought to stuff Peter's mouth more often. It, it might get Peter into less trouble. Wow. Well, actually, I was thinking, isn't that Jeez. supposed to like work in reverse? What do you mean? No, well, God, Jr., you're awful. You're a terrible human being. What? No. That Peter is supposed to stuff. Oh, stop it! Stop it! it. Oh this my God! Good God! PG thirteen, you old man. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I I think Mary Jane should probably put you know just shove food down his his, his okay, mouth. Okay, move, move, stop, move. Stops him from saying <laughs> no. It stops him from saying saying awful stuff sometimes or or inappropriate things. Okay, fighting. If I was if I was married, I would hope my spouse would would just you know oh here no have a have a bagel instead of finishing that. <laughs> would that make you get call. married, George? If 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 people baked goods and shoved them in your mouth. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I mean, it food is a late Gaga song or whatever, you know, like food's a big deal. Bluffing with my muffin or something like oh, that. Oh God, you know? Ge- George, help me, get me what out of here. What a friend we have, Jesus. <laughs> I, I was trying to be hip. I made a Lady Gaga reference. All right, we're Kelly's face bombing. Stop it. I just, I just, when you said Lady Gaga song, I immediately went to that song. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I mean, it's Jr. Of course, you did. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. All right. All right. So, uh, so Mary Jane and Peter take a walk uh, down New York, and she takes him to uh, uh, abandoned, uh, abandoned. I don't know. It looks like a movie theater from the outside, but uh, it's. I guess it's like a movie theater slash. It's the uh, dance club that she. I, I know uh, it's a dance club, but I, yeah. I, I know it goes back to '96, which is interesting because we just, had, you know, we just had all the stuff with Norman, and we go mm-hmm. back uh, to, you know, '96, which was the first of the drug issues, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it, which is the start of a three-part story that talks, you know, that involves the Green Goblin and Harry. So that mm-hmm. was interesting, um, but um, yeah, that costume was like an exact match to what Mary Jane was mm-hmm. wearing that night she went on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, they, they go in there to this theater and then MJ turns on the lights and Peter's in this big spotlight. And, uh, and so Mary Jane is basically doing, you know, like a form of therapy saying you need to talk it out. So here, I'm going to pretend that I'm, I'm Henry, I'm kindred, and you can just get out whatever you need to get out. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And she says, I've had this done uh, for me before I went to the stairs. And, and this is interesting. And this is why I think this will come back at some point, because if Mary Jane had just said, look, I've had this kind of therapy before, it would just be a panel where Mary Jane says that. But it's not. It's a flashback panel of someone writing something. So that makes mm -hmm. me think that'll come back at some point. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, she says that she did this when Gwen died. Um, mm. And so. She just asked Peter to trust her and just open up, you know, think about what's eating at him and then just talk about it like 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 Harry's right there, you know. And so he does, you know, he, he stops, he thinks about it, he envisions Harry and then he just unloads and empties on Harry about how angry he is and how much he cares about him and, and how, you know, he feels like this is his responsibility. And he talks for pages and pages. Yeah. And um I'm not going to go into like everything he says, but uh, the nuts and bolts of it are, you know, he, hey, at one point he says, and I think this is foreshadowing. He says, look at me, no marriage, yep. mm -hmm. no kids struggling to make ends meet, losing more. And, and he, and he mentions the, the times, like he feels he's been successful, like when he's in the Avengers, which, you know, uh, is something I keep looking back. I don't see that as a success for Spider-Man because Spider-Man shouldn't be in the, but that's, that's, that's neither near that, you know, that's a different show. But it, but it, it shows that as a hero, he's escalated to the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you know he, he mentions Parker Industries, you know, and what you know what a cluster f that was. Um, and then uh, he, he finally just starts breaking down, and he's like, you know, he's like, he, it's like again, like he's talking to Harry, and he says, "I'll confess, I'll, I'll confess to anything, do anything, just tell me what to do." You know, and he's bawling his head off by the end, and then Mary Jane comes over and hugs him. You know, and um, and she asks if it feels like it helped, and and he and he tells her that it does. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they, you know, I, I like this because um, Mary Jane, you know, tells him uh, that she's not going to leave him and go back to finish, you know, with the movie. And she says, "Oh no, the movie's already done. We're just going to move the premiere here." And 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 Peter's like, "Mary Jane, I can't let you." And then she kisses him, and and then she's like, "Let me." And I like this moment. Because it speaks, number one, to Peter's guilt, you know, mm -hmm. because uh, we've seen this a lot of time over the years. Yeah. Peter's like, no, you can't, you know, or I can't. Peter, Peter's doing the, the, the moves in his head, and he's like, he can already see his loved ones getting killed if, if certain things happen, you know, or, or the fact that other people sacrifice things in their lives. He's, he's seen it time and time mm -hmm. again, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Didn't Aunt May get like a, like a second job at one point to help support him, mm -hmm. JR? Mm -hmm. I forget what period that was, but you know, I mean like other people have sacrificed themselves to help and it just eats at him, yeah. you know, and I get it at that point. I like how it comes out here. And then Mary Jane kind of checks him and is like, you know, dude, it's my life too. You know, I'm doing what right. I want. I mean, you got free will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like someone's writing me in a story by God. <laughs> um, so then he's late for class. He runs off uh, thinking, you know, how great it is that he's got Mary Jane in his life, which he should. Um, and then Mary Jane winds up talking to Mysterio, who comes out of the shadows there in the theater. Um, and uh, she she kind of confronts him, you know, because she she knows that he knows something about Kindred. Mm -hmm. uh, and and we've seen that in the in the in the past before that Mysterio absolutely has had horrible dealings with Kindred. Mm -hmm. um, and so she tells, you know, she asks Mysterio point blank, you know, what is it? What happened with Harry? What got him this way? 
and Mysterio, I, I like this part of Mysterio where he lets the villain kind of drop for a minute and he's like, yeah. I beg you not to ask me that. You don't want to know. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, it's like he, he stops being a supervillain for a moment and actually he's just on a, on a basic human level. He's like, no, this is like way worse. Just don't ask me. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that moment. And then I enjoyed the next moment a whole lot more. Yeah, <laughs> baby. I, yeah. yeah. I knew this was coming. I knew we saw that. I knew you're gonna love this. <laughs> oh my god! And it and it's and it's you know okay. So so yeah, Mysterio says that. You know what they say uh, about you know the road to hell. And the saying that he's re- referencing is the uh, you know the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes. Uh, so, you know, as he says about the road to hell, we see Dr. Strange, baby. And it's, and it's Dr. Strange as he should look. Mm-hmm. It's not the, like the revamped stupid looks he's had, you know, kind of recently, you know, and he's not holding axes. Remember that period where Dr. Strange had axes? <laughs> and I, I looked at that and I was like, the hell are you doing? You know, like, like, like no one understood Dr. Strange anymore. So, so Dr. Strange shows up. Uh, inside this casino, and I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not up on current events. I don't know, but this to me, it felt almost like the casino that like Chance had. Remember? Mm. Oh Remember yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Mephisto kind of. Oh, there's a brief storyline where uh, Hell came to Las Vegas. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that Mephisto owns a casino. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. All of that makes sense. So, yeah. so there's like some kind of werewolf demon box or uh, bouncer. I don't know. Uh, Dr. Strange shows up and says, I need to see him. And the guy's like, no visitors. And then he tries to strong arm Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange <laughs> zapped him it. through a door, you know, yeah. like looks down at the guy, you know, putting his hands on his chest. Like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually clapped. I was like, oh, my God, this is yep, this, it's coming. Uh, Here it every, comes. everything. Yeah. It's Again, it's like Spencer listens to the show and, and knows us yeah. pretty well. You know, I was like, oh, Dr. Strange. It's been it's been so long. It's been so long since I've seen you, you know, at, at peak performance, you know, being what you should. Yeah. So he knocks this guy into the office and the guy's like, I'm sorry, he wouldn't listen. And, and Dr. Strange starts talking to somebody we don't know who yet. Uh, and they do like a little back and forth, which is cute and everything. But even Dr. Strange is finally like enough, you know. Yeah. Enough, you know. And this this panel made me think back. Mm-hmm. Remember back when more and more day happened and the backlash started. And and at one point you had Dan Buckley out of because fans weren't only mad that they that editorial just threw the marriage out the window. People were mad that Spider Man made a deal with the devil. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. they they were. There was a huge was, backlash about that. That was me right, right there. Yeah, and and they're like, you know, marriage aside, you had a you had the the number one flagship Marvel hero making a deal with the devil. Yep. And and they started pointing back to other times when you know he would make the same deal to other heroes, and other heroes would just punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, we had that in multiple. I was like Nightcrawler, Daredevil, uh, uh, Ghost Rider uh, at one mm-hmm. point. Um, and and Dan Buckley came out and said Mephisto's not the devil. Do you guys remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember so that. This, that, this was over ten years that was ago. That, that BS. And Buckley was like, "This is look, Mephisto's not the devil. They didn't make a deal with the devil. Doctor Strange full on calls him devil right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And he looks, he looks Mephisto in the eyes. Tell me, devil, what is wrong with Peter Parker's soul? Yeah, look. And at I that. went because you that. know. This is the moment that a lot that so many of us have waited literally like 10 years for 10 plus 13, over no, 10 13 years, years mm-hmm. one month and 24 days to, wow. to the finally going to revisit this and get this finalized. Look at because, that smile on Mephisto's face. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's not a Mephisto that array. Remember, there was talk like during Omit and as bad as Omit was when Quesada yeah. mm-hmm. said, no, I this is this is part of a magnum opus I'm creating. It's it's part of my <laughs> it's part of the trilogy. I'll always remember those days. And, yeah. And yeah. It was like, I have a whole trilogy plan for this. I and do. Yeah. The third part never came out because everybody was like, we don't want this. We don't want another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. You, you can you can make the dog food, but if the dogs aren't going to eat it. What's the point? <laughs> so. So, yeah, I remember because during Omit, it was they tried to get uh, around it by saying that, you know, the way it happened, not even Mephisto would remember it. Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. remember that because of the way it was all the way yeah. it all unfolded. And we had the devil brick and all the other bullshit. Mm-hmm. So this is not a Mephisto that looks like he doesn't know what's going on. Oh, no, dude. He, oh, he, no. This is a he, Mephisto. He's that smiling. He's been smiling for 13. Tell me how long, yeah. Mike, has he been smiling? 13 years, one month and 24 days. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Doctor Strange to start beating him like a redheaded stepchild. Oh my god! Oh, he's literally redheaded too. That's that's why I made the analogy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Hornacek says uh, several people are saying Doctor Strange looks like J. Jonah Jameson here in this panel. <laughs> he, does, <laughs> he does, doesn't he? We we brought this up on uh, we brought this up on the, on the, the Discord, Discord. Uh, and, and I think I said, "Look, has anyone seen Doctor Strange and Jonah in the same room before?" <laughs> you know. Uh, also, Hornacek's talking about the fonts. Mephisto has a specific font. It's yeah. red, and yeah, and mm-hmm. so yeah. So George. Oh, great, sir. You remember uh, in Christmas Story, Brad, you remember in Christmas Story? You remember in Christmas Story when Ralphie's imagining, remember he he is imagining writing out a theme paper about why he wants uh, a Red Ryder air rifle uh, with with this thing and the stock that tells time and all that good stuff. And he writes, that's what he writes a school paper about. And he imagines the teacher reading it. Yep. And she's so blown away about how awesome it is. She goes to the board and she writes, A plus. Plus, 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 and and then all the crowd, all the all the kids are cheering Ralphie like, "Hey, Ralphie!" Hey. And Ralphie's like, "Yes, yes." This is what I give the issue. This issue gets an A plus, 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 plus. plus, plus. plus. There's not enough room on the board for me to keep writing pluses. Let's do this. Let's do this. This is the fans demanded it. It is time. It is time for the main event. Yeah. No more pussyfooting around. Let's get this on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. This can be rectified. Hornacek says George giving context before giving his grade is usually a good sign. <laughs> and and thank you, Nick Spencer. And, yeah. and thank you and, for watching, Nick. And thank you, Nick Lowe, you know, for finally, for, for finally letting this happen. Yes. Yeah. We, so we, we, may, we may go on and on about how things seem like they're drug out. Trust me, brother. This one was drug out. Yeah. I mean, for mm-hmm. this 13, you know, 13 years, 13, like, year, 13 like, years, one like, month like ago. was saying earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, almost, that's almost half my, I mean, yeah, I'm 30, but that's like almost half wow. my life. Yeah. It's almost like, half your life. Yeah. Yeah. So, Crazy. so Crazy. yeah, it's, it's, it's time. It's time to so, rectified, and Spencer's the guy to do it. So on the board, we have an A plus, plus, plus Mike, what, what do we have? Said? What you're saying. <laughs> we have two A plus plus pluses. <laughs> Kelly, what would your grade be? I I gotta go with them. A plus if we can do extra pluses, let's give them all the a extra pluses. Plus, plus, plus. All right, let's take it down a notch. JR, what's your grade? <laughs> <laughs> well, both literally and metaphorically, we will take it down a notch. Uh, I give it a B. Buzzkill McGee. What do you what's Buzz your grade? Buzzkill McGee. One second, guys. With a B, yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to go along with my friends. A plus, plus, plus. I've been wanting this for my cat. Well, Mike got the hell out of there. My <laughs> 13 years, half of Kelly's life. Uh, Mar- Mario in chat says, hey, plus, 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 plus. Uh, this should have been issue 55, says Soflo. And, and Brad, you know what? Uh, yeah. when, when, when he asked what, you know, when he asked Mephisto what is wrong with Peter Parker's soul. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a way that Doctor Strange can look at it and know there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. This to me was also a metaphor with literally like what's been wrong with the book. Yeah, I was yes. just going to say that. I was yes. just going to say that. What is wrong with this book? This is wrong with this book. This has been overshadowing and 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 putting a dark cloud over everything Spider-Man related yeah. since 2008. Even Peter Parker talking. Why? I, why am I not married? Why am I not kids? Why am I still mm-hmm. in grad school? Why? Yes. Yeah. And when I read that scene, I kept thinking of all the stuff that we've been told about why one more day had to happen. Like, oh, it's, it's essential to kids for the longevity of the franchise. And that, all of it was BS. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it, the longevity of the franchise that we had to have, that the Peter Parker's life had to be a soap opera. And I, and, and this is not a joke. Joe Quisada even said that Spider-Man being married was like giving Daredevil back his sight. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. There yeah. was a lot of BS. Yeah, back in that day and that it was, and, whole, and everybody knew. Everybody knew that it was all about trying to create brand synergy between all mm-hmm. the different like Marvel properties because they all had to have yep. Spider-Man be young, you know, a young kid barely out of high school and all this other stuff, and that was the main reason. And what Spencer's doing here is like, is no, what what's happened is you've basically you by by telling your audience that Spider-Man cannot progress past a certain point, you've basically made this character stagnant. Yep. Can't grow. Yeah, yeah. Now the the main character is asking, "Why am I stagnant?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Exactly. I mean, it's not even that though. It's again, like you know, this is on his soul. You've taken the soul mm-hmm. out of the book by not yep. letting him progress. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, you're taking the guy who's a paragon of responsibility, and you're making him have a deal with the devil. Yeah. And it's like, you know, did you not think that that was going to be that was going to look bad? I mean, seriously. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, that 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 one thing, that one thing. Even if you can just argue to say the marriage had to go, that one, the way they did it was just, you know, that was just was yeah. just appalling, and it betrayed who the character was. Even if you try to say that he tried to do it for the supposedly the right reason to save Aunt May or whatever it is, but again, it's you know. So the fact that we're finally getting around to this thing, finally addressing this, and saying that hey, this is go- tying it to saying that there's something that this is fundamentally wrong with Spider-Man yes. and his world and everything else. I mean. Yeah, here Bravo. I, I'm backing up on chat a little bit. Let me get some of these on the screen. Uh, I'm 30 and I was 17 when one more day happened. Crap. Same. Power mm-hmm. Packer says I'm 23. Mm-hmm. Says Michael Reed. So I was 10 when this disaster oh. happened. Oh. Uh, let's see. I can. I know. I see George's head on the teacher's body. Is what Power Packers. Um, is Mephisto wearing a tie in that panel? He, yes, is, he is indeed wearing a tie right there. So he's dressed up. He's a casino owner. He's a casino owner. Casino. Yeah. Owner. Hopefully, Doctor Strange jerks him by the tie and just starts <laughs> starts hammering in him down like the Hulk beat Loki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bruce you know. wants to know my problem with the whole deal with Mephisto is basically all of reality changed when Spider Man made the deal. Mephisto does not have that kind of power. Well, remember Bruce. at the time uh, because we put every fan. Who understood Spider-Man continuity? Understood Marvel continuity was like even even JMS yeah. was like, if mm-hmm. we do this, do you know how much this changes? And Quesada was like, no, it doesn't. 
No, mm-hmm. no, no yes. everything happened. Everything happened. Every literally everything happened except they weren't together. Everything happened. Yeah, yeah. And we pointed out how crap that was because, like, you know, yeah. Craven's uh, last hunt. Craven's last hunt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Craven's last hunt. All these storylines that would have been affected. Heck, you know? the entire Clone Saga's context changes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, if they never married, they never actually had a kid. She was never pregnant. Well, that yeah. screws everything up right there. Yeah. Not, yeah. That, not the Clone Saga was already kind of screwed up anyway. Yeah. But even so, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael Reed says, I hate people think giving Peter stuff like big time Parker Industries is character development, but it's really not. And this issue highlights that. Mm-hmm. Amen, Amen, brother. Amen, it, was, brother. it was on some dog-eared uh, page and dance lots notebooks. So it had to make it in. <laughs> Radiac 55 says, Peter's monologue broke the fourth wall for me. Put into words what many of us feel with constant shifts, but not actual changes. Agreed. Yes, that, that one balloon. And Brad, you mentioned it a minute ago. No, you know, no marriage, no kids. Yeah. That was, that was so profound, you yeah. know? Uh, Vinkman, thank you for the super chat. He wants to know, uh, George, you're talking about, uh, bad characters. Is Anna Maria the only good female character slots ever written? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Okay. Because yeah. I mean, like number one, there's when I think a lot of people would look at, uh, unless they started, unless they unfortunately started, you know, reading Spider-Man during slots era. And if so, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry. Please go out and get a, Roger Stern omnibus uh, ASAP, <laughs> but um, you know, like like, there's, like Carly Cooper. Does anyone care about Carly Cooper? Interestingly enough, Carly. They mentioned how Carly Cooper just just, w- just went away. Yeah, yeah. like where where was she? Didn't say where she was going. She she's babysitting uh Stanley. Yeah, <laughs> if, if Spencer would stop using her, or if Spencer could bring her back on so she can die, that would be fantastic. <laughs> how about she and Mister Negative kill each other? <laughs> whatever gets the job done, Brad. I'm I'm all good for it. Lovers quarrel, whatever. I don't care anymore. Whatever yeah. gets the job done. But uh, at the at the same time, uh, other than Anna Marie, what other characters? Number one, haven't been a retread. Remember New or Horizons or what? What was that lab he joined? Uh, oh, Horizon Lab. Horizon it was Lab. A copy of Burn. And it Matthews. was it, yeah. It was a copy of Tricorp. Tricorp. You know? it, right. it, it was a bad rehash. So, so throw those characters out. Yeah. You know. Um. Literally, nothing. Name me one interesting character other than Anne Marie that Slot produced in Spider Man. I agree. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait half an hour, chat. <laughs> <laughs> Mary has a question for JR. What's better? Uh, what's uh, JR compared Maximum Carnage to Secret Wars? What is worse? Tread lightly, Finninger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, oh I don't God. know. I mean, comparing two creatively bankrupt ideas. Oh, um, I, I was about to say, maybe we'll save that for the uh, when we talk about Maximum Carnage. Oh, you tease. You tease. Uh, JR, at least Maximum Carnage was over in four mu- three or four months, and Secret Wars lasted all year. Ruffio, that's a new handle. JR, would you say Norman Osborne is your favorite fictional character of all time? He's mine, says Ruffio. Well, I have a feeling that as great as Norman is, he's my favorite of all time is Mr. Spock. Mr. Spock. Mm. Mr. Spock. Uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away, I think, on this date, what, six years ago? Six years ago, yeah. Yeah, that was Mm -hmm. bad. Uh, Er Eichsel on Facebook says, I don't actually give Slot this much credit, but it's almost as if he knew that if Peter made a deal... But the devil, something had to be wrong with him and wrote him wrong on purpose. No, Dan Slott doesn't understand the character on, on very yeah. basic fundamental levels. He just Plus, doesn't. 
plus you got to understand at the time that that when this, there was an editorial edict here, pretty much within a yeah. few couple of weeks, because 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 Marvel did not want to touch one more day with a ten foot pole. Quesada had to, literally had to be probably dragged kicking and screaming to make one moment in time because everyone was demanding, "How is this supposed to work? How is this supposed to work?" Yeah. Okay, but, fine. I'll do this. Whole I mean, thing. aside from the editorial sort of demically singing over everything, mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, um, slot uh, again, slot, and we we've spent over a decade pointing out how slot did not understand the character yeah, on mm-hmm. very basic levels. He understood Dr. O- I think he, I think he identified with Dr. Octopus a lot more than, than Spider-Man, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why superior Spider-Man was good. And his uh, writing for Spider-Man was trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't mm-hmm. say trash. Maybe that's too, maybe that's too harsh, but no, no, I'll say trash. It was horrible. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. The book was unreadable for, for a decade. Hornacek is says Carly and overdrive went away on a vacation together. And he's naming Max Modell, Mr. Negative, Clash, and Alpha. You like any of those, George? Do you, Brad? No. (laughs) There, that kind of makes my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. So, uh, George, you've listed several pros already, haven't you? Yeah, I've gone off on. Uh, Let's list some other pros that we haven't mentioned before we go to the negatives, if there are any. I think Um, I just got to go to JR for those, but go ahead with the pros. Mike, what do you got? Um, I was going to say that the, the the scene with Mysterio and Mary Jane there. I mean, it's like I know Shaitan. I was kind of jokingly saying about Shaitan ought to be worried a little bit about this thing because you know the the famous words when Mary Jane says, "Oh, I'll, I'm I'm going to tell Peter soon about working with Mysterio thing," but which you know code is like he's never going to get around to, and Peter's going to find out on his own, and things are going to get drama yeah. and stuff. But I do like, but I do like the idea that that, that scene there it is kind of setting up. It's it's an interesting angle here because it's kind of like, in a way, I don't see. I kind of think that Mysterio, in a weird way, is kind of like, especially if you kind of read the Amazing Mary Jane series, he's, he is kind of legitimately trying to make be a better person. There was yeah. a there was a human yeah. element to him when like he mm-hmm. wouldn't tell her, you know, about yeah. what what was going on with Kindred. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, he kind of also recognizes the fact that oh yeah, he, you know, you know. That Peter's not going to like this when he finds out. It's kind of kind of caution her, like you know, are you sure he's going to be? He's not going to be okay with this. I mean, yeah, you know that, right? And kind of it, say, it, yeah, it's like he likes Mary Jane and would like to protect Mary Jane. He would mm-hmm. he would still kill Spider Man in a in a second if he could. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, you know, yeah. He, he's not forgiving any of that, you know. But yeah, he's yeah. some material. But I oh, do like that that he's kind of on a you know protective level at least in that regard with mary jane radiac oh, has a good radiac point about point. how yep. mysterio is being legit because peter's spider sense didn't go off the spider mm-hmm. sense is kind of hot and cold with what, yeah. what the writer wants to do with yeah. it yeah if, if, yeah. if mysterio is there in the wings and is not ready it is not about to attack him spider sense is not going to go off mm-hmm. okay. yeah yeah kelly what's some pros out of you pros i mean mm-hmm. everything i i yeah. love the art i love the whole monologue um mm-hmm. to me it it also just like it, it is very meta like to the audience like tipping yes. off something's wrong with the marriage and the kids but also like as since at this point this peter and mj are supposed to be in their late 20s and 30s that's kind of also the same conversation a lot of me and my friends have is like right. you know we were told we're supposed to have all this and we don't so is something wrong with us and mm-hmm. you know, so that also ties into into that too. So I don't know. I I enjoyed it. Um, I don't really have like a whole lot of like we've all kind of gone over the pros. Yeah, we, yeah. We have Mephisto. We have you know, mm-hmm. we're we're 
we're in the we're in the end game now. Like we, we have Doctor Strange kicking ass. Basically. We've got we it have, here. We have Doctor Strange, and and here's here's one thing else. Because wasn't it Slot that actually wrote Doctor Strange saying the boy is the best of us? <laughs> was that was that Slot? I who, think who, it might have been. I don't know. If that was yeah. Slot, that was the best thing Slot ever wrote. Um, because that is definitely a Doctor Strange kind of insight to have when Spider-Man's concerned. I've always enjoyed the Doctor mm-hmm. Strange Spider-Man friendship. I mean, it, honestly, mm-hmm. it's Spider-Man that made me interested in Doctor Strange to begin with. Yeah. Um, but Kelly mentioned the meta aspect of all of mm-hmm. this, and mm-hmm. and especially when he's in the spotlight, there's a sense that like he's frustrated because nothing was is within his control. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and 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 that to me again speaks on a meta level to the amount of editorial interference there's been with this character. Yeah. It also made me think back to the f- the first issue Spencer wrote on this character which was a big meta mea culpa. Mm-hmm. And this thing it yeah. was like Marvel was on some level admitting things have been wrong for a while now. Yes, we realize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You I know? agree. So I, I yeah, and so when Kelly uh, when Kelly brings up the or Ketty, yeah, sure we'll call <laughs> <laughs> Kelly brings up the, the meta level, uh, yeah. I think that I think that's spot it's, on. It's a meta level as as you say to readers and Kelly as a as a 20, 30 year old, it speaks yeah. to you too. So it's on a couple levels. I like that. JR, yeah. you had to like something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, I like to see uh, Mark Bagley back um, yeah. mm-hmm. because it, it's it's um, it reminded it kind of reminded me of this felt like a Spider-Man story. Yes, it did. Partly because of the art, you know, and and I just remember thinking back like when uh, Brand New Day was happening, and it didn't feel the one of the a lot of the art was atrocious, and it wasn't like until Brand uh, New Ways to Die when John Romita Jr did the art. I said, well, this is actually the first story that feels like a Spider-Man story. Right. Uh, and so it's nice to see Mark Bagley back. Cause this really feels like a Spider-Man story. Um, well, I mean, I, I love the continuity porn, you know, going back to, you know, Mary Jane and her dress, you know, that she was wearing an ASM 96, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and I, I, you know, I, I like to see Mysterio. I like Mysterio. Um, and, uh, but you know, it's just funny. I, I just, I'm amused by how enthusiastic you guys are, you know, like, Oh yeah, this is it. He's going to start moving. Yeah. 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 And don't you realize like next issue, isn't like we get the weird ass new costume. That's true. You That's know? true. And then That's we, true. so we got that for a while and then we got to wrap up this kingpin boomerang thing. And then we got Robbie and tombstone in their weird, weird relationship, yeah. you know, and now how this is going to be played out between their kids. And I'm thinking, no, wait a minute, this ain't going to be resolved anytime soon. You guys are like, you guys are all pumped or whatever, you know, and you're going to sit there, you know, about, about another year from now, we're going to say, well, gee, back in 1960, when Dr. Strange and John Fred Mysterio, I thought something was really going to happen. Are but we really going to, you think we're going a year until we get this? None of us. None of us are under the illusion that this is going to get fixed anytime soon. We're, yeah. What we're enthused about is the fact that it's getting in here finally. Yeah. And it's actually happening. This is because uh, honestly, a lot of us, after what, several years, Brad, remember there were p- yeah. times in the pocket we were like, this is never ever going to happen. That's yeah. right. We've given up yeah. hope. We, we had given up hope that this was ever going to happen. And now we see that it's finally going to be addressed. Yes. Yeah. With the way current, current Marvel editorial works, it's going to take three years. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I hopefully I'm still 
still alive. I, you know, <laughs> I don't want to die before this is resolved. You know, yeah. but at the same time, I, that's why we're happy, Jr. It's sort of the same way. Remember uh, when Spencer's first issue came and we had that big show and I did the Kirby hand and I said, Jr. take my hand, brother. <laughs> Remember I said, Jr. take my hand. Let's, 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 let's go in with an open mind and let's do this together, brother. Remember? Remember I said that? Well, I like you're at a search for I, I also I also remember not taking it either because I wanted to, uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, well, because I, you're I, you're Ralphie Senior. You you hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> and this is kind of Christmas story theme with it. Um, so do you, I? Do you guys agree it'll be what issue seventy five before we oh, get the next section is, of this Mephisto story? At least. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take a not, while. This is not getting resolved anytime soon. I'm I'm very curious as to see what happens bet- between what what was said between Doctor Strange and Mephisto, mm-hmm. uh, and how Doctor Strange is going to you know try to figure out you know how all this needs to be resolved. Um, and and I always said uh, like for this to be rectified, it was going to take something else. Like on that level, it was going to take uh, Doctor Strange getting involved, or it was going to take Loki with that favor that no, that he had at the time, which which. Which slot slot didn't on despite everybody because people were bringing it up and slot said, no, I take it away. I, I, I cancel your, your reality and I substitute my own (laughs) F you. What what was slot? What did he make Loki's favor for? I even forget. Oh God. No, the favor goes back to JMS. No, I know, but Mm -hmm. slot took the favor away from. I don't it, was a, it was to save a guy's life that got accidentally got shot. Yeah. It's a throwaway, throwaway slot. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a, and it was, and literally it was petty because people were kept, kept talking about that as a way to get out of one more day. And Slot said, no, one more day. There, you shut up. Yeah. Shut up, fans. All right, it's gone. It's gone. So, uh, I think it, it was hit- funny. Not, not, I mean, I'm sorry not to do, but uh, there's, there's, I listened to some of these YouTube shows and or, and somebody was making a comment about Slot's Fantastic Four, just how. He, oh, it's it, awful. Yeah, awful. it's like, it's like, awful. wow, some things just never change. It's awful. His, Why his do they Iron keep Man. letting him write? I don't understand. I don't there um, is a lot of crap going on with Marvel and Disney and Lucasfilm I, that makes no sense at all. Yeah. But what that's a, I, I just think Slot might have some blackmail on some people. That That's kind of my running theory right now. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, I mean, we've joked about that for years, but I mean, it gets to a point where you're like, is that actually a thing? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so George Cons, out of your A++++. Uh, I, I could have had more Doctor Strange beating Mephisto ass. <laughs> I, I love that Doctor Strange, you know, and, and the, the part about investigating, you know, like, or or because he says he looked into it, meaning like he, he looked at Parker's soul himself. Yeah. And so, you know, that that would have happened, you know, sometime around, you know, all that when all that crap was happening uh, more recently, yeah. you know. And, and so if, if, if all that had to happen so Dr. Strange could get involved and, and then lead to that point, then it was worth it. All those L, all that LR crap was worth it. Uh, LR, yeah. Um, but um, the fact that Dr. Strange looks in, sees Mephi- or uh, sees Peter's soul and then just goes straight to Mephisto and says, what's going on? Oh my God! I I was as happy as a little girl. <laughs> uh, cons, Mike. Any cons? Uh, none. Kelly, any cons? Uh, I I thought, like I think probably my biggest con is just the whole. I don't understand bodegas because I'm not from New York, so <laughs> I was just kind of like, why did you have to go to two places to make breakfast? So, yeah, but that, no. <laughs> that's probably my only real con of, of the issue. 
I, I forget if it was Mark or if it was Peter on our site uh, complained about Mary Jane's face uh, <laughs> right here. Here, I'll pull it up. This Your panel mom, with the bodega it said she looked really weird there. That's her. Uh, I, I'm shutting Peter up with food face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. What is a bodega, by the way? Does anybody know? Is it, is it like a bagel? What is a bodega? No, no. A bodega is a, a – go ahead, Kelly. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no. You're fine. I, it's kind of like a convenience store. Yeah. When she, says, when she says mm. bodega, Brad, she's not referring to the food she's bringing him. She's referring to the place where she got it. Oh, mm. oh, oh. Hence the bodega bandit from Spider-Gwen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. I, I guess uh, I'm just going to not. The thing is, there's plenty of Dunkin' Donuts in New York City. She just could have mm-hmm. gone to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So, so I don't. Uh, with Kelly's uh, con, any other things besides the bodega? Got to get two places to get breakfast. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not a super fan of this whole Mephisto situation. Um, it feels a little weird to me, especially because it's now alluding that he's known about. Like he he's still aware of this deal the whole time, and that kind of has elements of amaz- makes elements of Amazing Mary Jane a little bit weirder. But mm-hmm. you know we'll we'll see. Explain what that. I don't. I don't know what, what what are you what are you saying with that? Well, because there was kind of this weird like flirtation that he one sided flirtation he had with. Oh, her. you said Mephisto. You I thought oh. you talking Mysterio. Mysterio. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, Mysterio. Yeah. Mephisto, Mysterio. I mean, yeah. there was a time where people thought that they were interchangeable, but yeah, no, uh, Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, because it 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 gives the illusion that he might be a cog in in it getting completed, like getting it fixed. Okay. Because he might have some flirtations there, and it's very aware that he is aware of the deal now. Mm. Yeah. So that kind of bugs me, but we'll we'll see what happens because that could be a plot line that just falls off. Right. Um, before we get Sorry. to Jr.'s cons, which I think there might be many, um, yes. can't go wrong with uh, Mysterio says Ryan. Happy birthday, by the way, Ryan. Uh, Radiac says I excuse Bagley's faces due to him being the new Ramos, which is filling in on deadlines. Uh, how does Bagley's art look in Life Story? I liked his art in uh, Life I Story. Did too. Yeah. Uh, Mary wants to know, Kelly, which story is worse? One more day or slot Spider-Verse for killing MC2 Spider or Peter? Am, am I allowed to just be shot over answering that question? Because both are horrific. Go yeah. explore, explore the space. That's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> let loose. Let it let it go. Yeah, no doubt. Let, right. it, go. let it go. <laughs> just uh yeah, no, I I re- I plead the fifth on that because both of them are terrible answers. That's like, do I chop off my right toe or my left toe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, there's talk of how is slots Fantastic Four. Uh, I've been reading Fantastic Four kind of like what Hornacek says since the burn era. I, and this I, is, I, this is the absolute worst the Fantastic Four has ever been written. Even, Absolutely even, horrible. Even when uh, Millar wrote it? I liked Millar stuff, but oh god, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't like Claremont's Fantastic Four, and that was better than this. Um, as much Radiac says, as much as I like the issue, I share Jr.'s feelings. It took so long in this run to address one more day that I would re- just really be happy with them on track to marriage. Um, there was another one 
Matt says, if uh, Joe Casado was thrown out of mainstream comics, would you support him in a crowdfunding project? Nope. Or would it stink? <laughs> Stinking ship. You don't uh, even have to finish the question. <laughs> nope. That's all I needed to hear. Nope. <laughs> there was another one up here that I saw that was an interesting question. Um, Heroing said, uh, despite how good this issue is, I'm still a little worried that one more day on doing concept might take away too long mm-hmm. to resolve like kindreds. I hope not. Um, do you think the marriage will be reinstated or the, the, the deal with the devil will just end and they won't get married again. I don't think they're going to get married again, but I think the deal will be ended. The deal, yeah, the deal is going to be, cause they're going to learn about the deal. At some Do you think point they will know that they were married? I, I, I think, mm. yeah, I think they're going to know that they were married. Yeah. 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 I think they will too. <laughs> I think they're going to, mm. I think they're going to know that they were married and I think that they're going to agree in, in that situation, at least as Spencer's writing them now, I would think that they would agree to just stay together and that they will, that they want to get married one day. Yeah. And that, yeah. You know, and, but, but that they still maybe have stuff that they want to do. I mean, Peter's in school, Mary Jane's, you know, got a movie coming. I, I think yeah. they'll probably use that as an excuse, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, uh, we're back to a status quo where they are together and everyone understands this is mm-hmm. how, this is how it should be. And when mm-hmm. Mary Jane's gone from the book, the book suffers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so. Tower Packers. This is neat. Calling it now. Uh, when uh, Mary Jane shrink, when Gwen died has been stalking Mary Jane the whole time. What if the shrinks Mysterio? Yeah. Ooh. I was wondering. Mm-hmm. That. That's interesting. That could be possible. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Ludwig Reinhardt. <laughs> yeah. Anytime a therapist is, shows up in the Spider-Man story, it's always. Is Mysterio a lefty? <laughs> he was writing with his left hand. What if, what if Mysterio, uh, what, I bet Mysterio is ambidextrous. What if Mysterio was, um, was uh, masquerading as Bart Hamilton. And during that whole time, Bart Hamilton was the goblin. It was actually Mysterio. And then when <laughs> Bart, Hamilton, <laughs> Bart Hamilton died, uh, it was just it was just Mysterio's time to you know he's like okay fine this is, I, I'm ending this act moving on as Ryan what? says in George we trust uh, <laughs> well we found out that Mysterio was one of the aliens in costume during uh, Amazing Spider-Man number two the first appearance of the terrible Tinker so oh, I guess yeah. that's not an entirely outlandish theory George it was Mysterio all along <laughs> Nintendo says Aunt May will be shot again and the ID secret will go out the window again what do you think the consequences of the of the deal going away. Um, I mean, it may could be dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but I don't think I don't think his identity is going to be revealed. But I mean, at the same time, J. Jonah Jameson also already knows this mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. too. So it's it's kind of weird on who now knows and who doesn't know. Yeah, it's true. I I don't want Jonah knowing the ID, uh, knowing I mean, his I don't want that going away. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, yeah. I don't it, like it, it. It's it's new and it's interesting and and yeah. obviously it's the, uh, like when when Peter became or w- during Civil War and Peter's ID got exposed, it was always kind of a cop out anyway because Marvel always knew it was about to get undone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, there was there were so many potential things that could have that, that they didn't explore, and, and the whole Jonah thing was one of them. So mm-hmm. I like. I, I wish it was done with a more little more realistic kind of a kind of a bent. You know, mm-hmm. uh, where Jonah would have to struggle with, uh, and I, I think Zadarsky may have done this because remember, people, people crow about Zadarsky and his, and his work on uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, I stopped reading it after the first issue, so I wouldn't know, you know. Yeah. But um, I, I really want a Jonah that wrestles with his past with Spider-Man because uh, you know, uh, against you know, um, mm-hmm. against his relationship with Peter, which has always been you know, kind of kind of um uh course but at the same time he's always cared about peter 
in his own mm-hmm. way. And uh, so I, I've always wanted to see Jonah wrestle with that, you know, a yeah. little bit and have to admit on a, on a level that his hatred of Spider-Man was misguided all along. Mm-hmm. Michael Reed says uh, the <clears throat> price Peter has to pay for finding uh, out about the deal is Aunt May dying. Well, she's what? technically yeah. dying already because of well, the cancer. Well, if, mm-hmm. well, here's the thing. I mean, if, if, if they find out about the, the marriage being undone, I don't know that that necessarily cancels the deal. Uh, so if the if the deal goes away, in my mind, the only way the deal goes away is if they marry one another again, and and, and they're back together because then Mephisto absolutely has no 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 victory in that case. Right. Uh, so I think if if they wind up married again, in that case, I would think Aunt May absolutely has to die. Yeah. Uh, but okay. at the same time, if they find out what happened, um, I. I think there's a scenario in which case they both know, and then they're able to go from there and adjust from that uh, without Aunt May dying. How weird would that be? Like, I love you and I would like to get married to you, but if we do, my aunt has to die. I mean, how weird yeah, would be so, odd. Yeah. It's, 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 it's better. It, it's better than, you know, at, at least they know it there. And, and then mm-hmm. I would like for them to, to suddenly, you know, like have it be like a, a big uh, kind of epiphany kind of a thing, like where they both realize it. And then suddenly every memory they have comes flooding back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's you know, cool. and then that way they're like, okay, well we can, you know, m- maybe we just stay together. Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe this is the way Mephisto doesn't win is we don't get married but we just stay together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anime is right. Uh, he says, Aunt may beat the cancer and friendly. I, I think, oh, she, I think oh, okay. she did. Yeah. Okay. We haven't gotten to JR's cons. I want to hear JR's cons. So tell oh. me why this was not an a plus 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 plus. Do we really care? Yeah, we do. <laughs> the fans well, demand it. First of all, first of all, uh, you misunderstand that just because I gave it a B that I have a zillion cons. That's not true. Uh, it's I gave it a B because I thought it was okay, uh, but it wasn't a life-altering story. Uh, so I don't have a lot. My, my primary con, though, is is. I, <laughs> You know Peter's whole monologue. I I, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's just uh, being so old. But I feel I've heard it all before. Uh, and you know, it, 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 but it, here's the thing. I mean, it, it, Peter kind of dances around. You know, one I, uh, the responsibility thing. But you know what? Peter's never. It, it's like, and I know that Nick Spencer is sharp enough and knows a lot of the nuances of Spider-Man's history, but, uh, where, where, you know, Peter like gets pretty sour at the Osbournes for obvious reasons. And, you know, like I'm sick of being blamed for your problems, but, uh, does Peter ever really admit that he was a crappy friend to Harry? I mean, I've never seen Peter actually admit that or face that or realize that, you know, I, you know, Harry, you know, it's like, holy cow, you know, if I'd been a better friend, if I'd hung out with care, if I'd hung out with Harry a little more and, you know, looked at porn and, you know, like, whoa, you know, know, but it's like he wouldn't, he would have had a different perspective and just his father's psycho worldview. Well, no, Peter, I was always talking about responsibility. Are you saying he's never talked about the responsibility he has to his friend, Harry? He, he's never admitted that he was a, I mean come on look at look at how he and MJ treated Harry during college I mean and Harry mm-hmm. Harry created some of his own problems obviously Harry's a you know is a dependent personality you know he wears out his welcome probably quick he probably wore out his welcome with Mary Jane pretty quickly just because he was so needy but you know Peter didn't do cool friend things you know when Harry would want to hang out Peter was too busy mm-hmm. being Spider-Man or whatever Harry did de- Harry desperately needed a friend and Peter was not that friend 
And hey, real you know, quick, Mike, Mike's got to step away. He's having an emergency. Mike, yeah, I appreciate yeah. you. Come on. I hope everything's okay. Okay. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. I think it's, it's not, it's not, it won't be a big deal, but I just got to check something real. Okay. Hop know, back on done. if you want to feel free. Okay. See you guys. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Okay. Keep going. JR. Go ahead. But, but anyway, I mean, it was just, you know, I'd, so I'd, so I'd sort of kind of like to see Peter acknowledge that, uh, I'd like to see the sins, uh, I, and, and maybe they're going to get to this, the sin of, uh, um, I, I think Harry was absolutely right. Peter, you were more worried about your blank, blank secret identity than you were about resolving the green goblin thing. You know, I mean, putting my father away, the guy needed to be put away, you know, yeah. but you were more worried about your, I, so I mean, so I guess I, I guess I saw nothing new in this monologue. You know, I mean, it's all I've I've seen all this this. Oh, it's my fault. Everything is my fault, and you know, and and but yet still dancing around some issues and not really addressing them. But but no, overall it was a decent issue. I mean, it was it was fine. And and of course, I mean, you know, the you got I I love the the, the guy that the I love the idea at the end that the guy thought he could lay a hand on Doctor Strange. And, oh yeah, he just get blown to not get blown to the next dimension. I, mean, I love Doctor Strange's reaction to that too. Just like looking down at the yeah, guy. Like, <laughs> Out of the way, so you no, there, there was a lot to like about the issue, but you know, I, I just, yeah. I just didn't think it was that great, and I don't share your all enthusiasm about it because yeah. it's going to be another big tease. You've never shared it, our enthusiasm on anything, Jr. <laughs> that is true. That is ever. true. That is quite true. Yeah, that ever. is a good question. Has Jr. ever just been ranting about how something awesome is, and the rest of us like, yeah, it's all right. No, it's all right. Well, when, you're, you're, when, you're my, when you're my age, you just <laughs> learn that. You know, you can't expect much out of life, you know, oh, and inevitably, you know, with every ride, with every high, there comes a low with every up, there comes a down. And therefore you yeah. just have to kind of stay in that middle. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of back Jr. up on this. And the fact <laughs> like, because I, I am older now than Jr. was when he started on the podcast. Okay. All hmm. right. Probably. I think by this time. You know, um, anyway, but yeah, there's an element like folks, me and JR's age, and Brad, you'll get there. Uh, where <laughs> every day you wake up again in the morning, you know, and, and number one is the fact that you've woken up again, you know, yeah. Uh, but there is a, you know, you wake up and you're like, eh. <laughs> uh, there's just there's just that moment you know it's like yeah. ah, okay yeah yeah, yeah. anything else oh, con wise jr wait, wait a minute power power packers 90 jesus christ JR. no no i didn't put it on the screen don't read it <laughs> now i'm assuming <laughs> i'm assuming that you're not comparing me to jesus that you're not you're not implying oh, that, that i have the wisdom yes. of jesus i don't think anybody would make that mistake no so what what is it what, what is it you don't like jesus christ i mean come on that, that this is like, <laughs> Oh, what do you mean? I don't mind right. if you just, but what do you mean? That's kind of really ambiguous there. Uh, Radiac wants to know, uh, what do y'all think uh, issue 900 will be about? I would respect <laughs> Spencer so much if baby May got addressed in any way. Imagine her return in 1000. Kelly, you would go nut, nuts on this. I don't know if I'd go nuts. I I mean, to me, a part of it's the ship's been, the ship has sailed on yeah. baby May returning to the 616. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It would at least be nice to have, you know, it addressed again, because that was such a major point of, you know, the after effects of the clone saga with Pete and MJ for better or worse. So at least having that addressed again would be better. Cause like, we still never really got Mary yeah. Jane, like that kind of her, uh, 
her pain on that kind of got swept under the rug a lot. True. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what what happens. I mean, you know, because Spider Man didn't just mention marriage in here, like Peter mm-hmm. didn't just say no marriage. He said no marriage, no kids. He did. Yeah. He did and say so kids. Didn't he? So I wouldn't lose hope entirely. I wouldn't hold a lot of hope, but I wouldn't lose yeah. hope entirely. <laughs> well, we were yeah. we were talking. Uh, Mike gave the number. It's been how many years 13. since 13 yeah. Kelly, you've been waiting how many years for the baby May stuff. That's uh what? 99. <laughs> Is that 98? Uh, 99. Sp- Spider girl was 1998. So I was yeah. eight years old. Uh, but I, yeah. I think the clone saga was 1996. Not that I was. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was, a, I was a little too young to actually realize that part was fully going on, but yeah. Yeah. Hornacek says baby may, will return in 1000, but from the future, and she'll be Peter's aged, like how Barry and Iris's oh. adult daughter visited him a few seasons no. ago on Flash. You don't want that? No, no, <laughs> no, no. That is overplayed. It's a cliche. And it honestly, yeah. like, let's just not mess with 982 at all, period. Yeah. That, it's, that world has been through enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of no. I, I I see where Kelly is coming from. There's there's other characters where I'm like I'm glad that they're not doing anything with that character because that means that character's safe for the moment over yeah. here. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and nobody's doing awful things with them, which yeah. is what it, I expect from current. It, 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 yeah. You guys talk about whether whether or not they would get married again. I would think that once they realize that they did this deal with the devil. That that would be a whoa whoa whoa. We need some time here. I mean, I could I I mean I could realistically see them stepping away from each other for a while, mm. only because again, not that I want to see them split up or whatever. But when you realize that you've done something of that consequence, mm-hmm. you did it together. What were we think? I mean, just I could see. Yeah, let's 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 go away and like both Take detox for a well, while. Well, presumably, if they know it happened, they know the reason why it happened, like what they were yeah. trying to stop. Because of Aunt May, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. that, that on, <laughs> I was about to say though, that still doesn't make a rat's ass worth of sense because Mary Jane should, should have said that old bad is three hundred years old. Come on, <laughs> I don't she know. Me- she had the melting oh. face last issue, Peter. Come Amen. on. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think the way Spencer is writing them now, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I, if they learned, I don't think it, that they would that they would go apart again. Yeah. Nintendo says Peter MJ will have twin children of May and Anna Parker, and they will have to deal with two troubling girls with power and identity. I tell you what would be interesting yeah. uh, mm-hmm. is if, uh, like I said earlier, you know, they decide to stay together but not get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe even to, to keep Aunt May alive, uh, for example. But uh, what would be interesting is if they decide, okay, well, fine, we're we're together forever. We're still a couple. Uh, and then Mary Jane gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, and then to see what happens with that, especially if you have Aunt May, who's like ultra traditional. Aunt May's like, well, why don't you go ahead and get married? You know, and then they mm-hmm. can't say, well, because you die, you know, or something yeah. like that. Or, yeah. you know, uh, you know. Because, yeah. well, here's the thing, though, uh, this, and this raises a good, uh, another good point, because, mm-hmm. you know, what do you have today? You have a lot of unmarried couples that have kids today. Mm-hmm. You that's do. That's true. That's true. Uh, that's a thing. That is part of our culture now. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is not a thing that is uncommon anymore like it, it used to be, you know. Yeah. Um, and so th- that would present a, a quandary, I think, that might R- Radiac has an interesting thing. He says, uh, I do think that heroes having kids – has no longer looked badly as before. Damien is a mainstay in the Bat family, and Superman is currently having a show with two kids, and no one bats an eye. That's the new show yeah. on the CW. He's a father of two kids, two teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. You remember, I remember uh, when more and more day happened, and so one of the things people were saying uh, would eventually happen is that uh, people uh, who were younger would would wind up fixing that in the future. Yeah, we we did say that. Didn't uh, we? You know, would would wind up because they're going to get older and they're going to have kids and they're going to be like, wait, this is not the end of life. Getting married and having kids is not the end of things, despite what Joe Quesada says. Or Jr. <laughs> or, 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 or Jr. Fettinger. Uh, we said we said that for years. Being married, you know, being married is nothing but add more potential for more responsibility, for mm-hmm. responsibility, yeah. and and yes. and stories. You know, there's opportunity costs. We're we're a struggling married couple. Do we get yeah. this? Because if we if we have this, then we don't have this. You know, there's lots of lots of room to explore there. Unlike, uh, yeah. go ahead, Jr. No, I, I was about to say I, I've made that point too when I wasn't doing the uh, Al Bundy uh, uh, Jackie Gleason routine. Uh, that me and Mary—that's the start of another story. You know, it's yeah. like I, I don't get didn't get the idea that that would be the end of the story. You know, because one like is like I was making the comment in my life when I got married, I got introduced to this whole panorama of crazy characters you know and <laughs> called and, in-laws and, yeah and, well yeah i mean and, and so you know with mary jane you know you had the you had the drunken deadbeat father you had the uh the troubled sister you had the sister's bratty kids yeah i mean but it, it didn't you start had the anorexic cousin yeah oh christy but, yeah. but yeah. You, you didn't but the thing is marriage the idea that marriage is like the end end of the story but then again that's the way a lot of sitcoms have ended right the characters get married mm-hmm. and that's the end mm-hmm. but uh yeah it just I, I, you know, I don't even, I, I, you know, it's an interesting point. You say that, you know, uh, that there are, uh, uh, I forget who I wanted to give the guy credit, who, whoever Rick said, Radiac, was, I think. Yeah. Radiac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is interesting, you know, because remember Damien was, was retconned out of existence, yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. then brought back. Um, yeah. and, um, the, um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. To me, it's like, I don't know why it would be looked upon more favorably now than 20 something years ago. Yeah. I, I don't get it, <laughs> but I, I don't know. It Nintendo just... says uh, Kelly's reaction to my comment about twins made me laugh. So thanks. That's awesome. Uh, so we'll take, uh, if it's okay with you three, we'll take a few questions before we wrap this up. Uh, if you have a question for any of us four, we will answer it. Just type it in the chat and we will talk about it. In the meantime, let's look at Mephisto smiling and Dr. Strange about to beat something. What? <laughs> look, him and J. Jonah Jameson teamed up. They're in the same body. <laughs> Going to take on the devil right there. All right. Uh, let's see. We're talking about Michael Reed says Peter can't get married without killing his aunt, but his aunt unwillingly is pushing him to marry. That Parker luck. See, that would be interesting. That to yeah. me would be that to me mm-hmm. would be very interesting. And and also, as we said on the on the show before, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the one person and all of that who would have been telling Peter and Mary Jane not to do what they were doing was would have been Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Aunt May was, I think, is willing to sacrifice herself for Peter. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and yeah. that would be a heroic ending for her. Say, mm-hmm. hey, get married, have some kids. I've had my time. I've been on this book sixty damn years. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but that goes that goes back into how stupid the whole one more day concept was. I mean, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> it it was just one of. The, I, honestly, I can't honestly, I honestly can't believe they would even have let that thing be published. It was just a travesty on so many different. Mm-hmm. Well, the only way they could get it published is because it's what the editor wanted. It's what the editor and the publisher. I mean, Dan Dan Buckley wrote about how great one more day was. <sighs> wow. Yeah. 
Okay, here come the questions. Let's been drinking right now. Uh, let's see. Anime Hunter wants to know, do you think Mary Jane remembers the deal? If Spencer is following one more day in her, her deal with Mephisto, her deal with Mephisto is that she's, she'll let him do it as long as she remembers. Do you, I, I've wondered that too, reading that. Do you think Mary Jane remembers and no. trying to get Peter to no. pull it out? I thought originally that was what was going to be that Mary Jane would remember, but then it became, I mean, and, and I think that like when, for example, that first time we saw the post brand new day world where Mary Jane just kind of sadly walks out the, the, you know, into yeah. the elevator and goes down that Mary Jane was going to remember, but then it became apparent they weren't going to, they didn't have the balls to go in that direction yeah, and, you know, and, because and, they wanted everybody to forget about that. It ever happened. you know. Mm -hmm. and, and, and with the MJ that remembers everything that went down when she started dating a doper celebrity after that that's yeah i don't think she you know really. what i mean i i really think what she, she whispered was to bring harry back because i still think a part of what makes him kindred is the fact that he was forced out of Limbo you know out of death yeah, yeah out of death into this role and because it's mephisto he's not just going to be back to life normal he's going to be a demon so that's kind of what I, I see, but I, I mean, this is just me spitballing. So what we'll what if uh, Stanley is like Wanda's kids and it's a devil kid? I mean, it is, it literally like technically it has kindred for a dad and Lily Hollister as a mom. So Stanley's oh. going to be pretty messed up. He's, he's worse off than uh, Normie, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, real quick to kind of go off of what Kelly said. Yeah. Um, um, which I kind of lost my train of thought now. Um, no, no, Kelly, you were talking about like, you know, Harry coming back. There was, mm -hmm. and this is controversial to bring up now, but there was a, a very great Buffy, the vampire slayer episode, mm -hmm. uh, where Buffy, uh, you know, there was the musical episode. And at the end of the yeah. musical episode, Buffy talks about the fact that she was in heaven and she was mm -hmm. okay with being in heaven and, and that her friends pulled her out of heaven. And that that was messing with her. So mm. when, when when I was reading, you know, with Harry stuff, I kind of that made me think back to Buffy mm. being kind of pissed that she was yeah. cool in the hereafter. And now she has to live and suffer again. Right. Yeah. You know, and that made me think uh, that made me see Harry on a different level. Maybe. Yeah. Vinkman, yeah. thank you again, man. That's awesome. Thanks so much. She has a question yeah. for us. Says, I never wanted to bring this up because I don't want to jinx it for everyone, but I've always feared about Spencer dealing with one more day is that he's setting us up to think he's fixing the marriage only to pull the rug out from us. Do you think he's got to do that guys? Um, I, I, I don't think number one, and we've all said it here. We don't expect the marriage to come back. We don't. Um, I mean, Spencer, I think is doing, uh, you know, is, is doing tremendous work, getting them back together and going mm -hmm. from that as a, as a new status quo, he understands the importance of them together. Number one. Uh, but I, I still think Marvel editorial uh, won't let that happen first and foremost. But so I think that's still a thing that that's present, but at the same time, uh, if you, if you read everything, like I, again, Kelly and I have talked about it on this episode, the meta level at which Spencer is communicating. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be like a pull the rug out under them. I, I, I think Spencer absolutely means to finally deal with one more day, get it out of the way so that it's not hanging over amazing Spider-Man fandom anymore. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think I think that's every that I think that's the entire point of this because he's already gotten them back together and shown why they need to be why they need to be together. That's already happened. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't think he's going to pull the rug out from under us and that they're not going to get married. I think he's going to give us exactly what we've been what we've been wanting. 
Um, I don't think, I think he'll give it a hundred. I don't think he'll put me, get him married. I, 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 I mean, yeah, I he'll probably he'll, he'll probably he'll probably put a twist on it. But, but yeah, he's not going to give us the marriage back. And and, and in his defense, I don't think he can. I don't think he can either. Yeah, no. I, I think well, he would have. If he go ahead, Kelly, I'm sorry. No, no, I was just going to say. Also, the fact that the wedding issue of Spider Man is so iconic, I they're not going to redo another one. I know that like everybody last time I brought that up, everyone said, Oh, but you know, that's the hot new, you know, thing to do. But if you notice every single issue with Batman getting married, uh, Kitty and Colossus, they never actually got married. So I don't think we're going to get a marriage. And I don't think that they're even going, I I would feel like Spencer would want to be respectful and not even hint at that. But I, I do think that like, He's not meaning to pull the rug out from us. He's not trying to trick us. It's just he's trying he's to fix trying, something. It, exactly. He's it, his whole run has been fixing things. It has, fixed, it has he fixed Felicia. He fixed has, yeah. what else did he fix? He fixed Peter not being a billionaire. Uh, mm-hmm. He gave he fixed Peter's fake degree. He, yeah, he went back and said, "Hey, go back to school and get your degree." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's on a fixing tour. He, he's he's the duct tape of writers. He's God's work is doing. <laughs> He's it's, it's God's work. Yes. Very good. He's doing God's comic book work. Uh, let's JR. What was your thoughts on that? Is he going to pull the rug under? Is this going to be an unsatisfying ending? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, like, it's, like, I mean, we've all said, we don't think the marriage is coming back. I don't even know if it's so much of an editorial mandate. I, I, it's like, I, if I were editor in chief of Marvel at this time, I'm not sure I would bring it back to be honest. Um, yeah. but, but, uh, because one, I don't think, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it'll make a difference in sales, but, but I do think that, that what yeah. Spencer needs to fix. And I think what he is ultimately going to fix, as you said, you know, the fact that we have our hero, who made a deal with the devil and that's yeah. got to go away because that's a, yeah. a, hor- a horribly unheroic thing. I just wish yeah. all the rest of it could go away too, like the whole civil war crap, because that was because the whole thing. And again, which, which made part of what made one more day, such an awful story is that Peter had done a lot of things. And one more day was a way for him to escape responsibility for them, like revealing his identity, going on the run, which was stupid. I mean, again, that was stupid, but he did a number of things that he, you know, and one issue, which Straczynski, you know, rattled off all the things that Peter had done, you know, he's going to have to face up and take responsibility for it. Then the deal with the devil, not only getting rid of his marriage, but absolving him of all that stuff he had done, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not, that's not a heroic action. The hero faces responsibility for what he's done. Um, yeah. So again, another reason why I said I, I just can't believe Marvel did that. You've destroyed your hero. You've destroyed yeah. this character, and I, I think Spencer's going to try to I, fix I, as much as he can about that. So no, I don't think he's going to try to pull a fast one on us. I, I really, I, I think, I think he admits in here, like Jr. saying, every bit of this issue, like I said, like when he's in the spotlight talking, is is an acknowledgement that there is a pall on this book that has been there yeah. since one more day happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just the book, but the fandom in general. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, because remember, you had a lot of people just flat out stop after after the mm-hmm. deal with the devil. They were like, we're, I'm done. I'm out, dog. You, you know, done. Eric, who used to run SamRuby.com, that got him yeah. out. Yeah, he, he was, was like, done. I'm, I'm he was I'm totally done. done. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the same thing. And this is weird, but it's the same thing that a lot of people were like when Cap was revealed to be a Hydra agent. And so I wonder if if this is Spencer's way of also trying to like maybe acknowledge that and kind of kind of, you know, uh, yeah. do right by spider fans when, when maybe, you know, uh, it, it, 
given the reaction that that yeah. fans had to what he did. Speaking of Venkman, thank you again. He says that's the reason he quit ASM. Yeah, yeah. Good last year. He can't have. Yeah. He couldn't take his heart getting ripped out Temple of Doom style. I hope you're right, and Spencer is going to address one more day. I think it's uh, yeah. I'm yeah, just totally worried. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's part of being a Spider-Man fan, Venkman. We're all worried he's going to be tarnished and unfixable. I, but, uh, I will. I will say this though, Brad. Well, we we're all like saying, you know, we don't think the marriage is coming back. I think that the best we can hope for, and this is what I think Spencer will ultimately do, is that he'll get Mary Jane and Peter to a point where they are together. They're still together. They're like, we want to be together forever, and somehow they're actually stronger. Than oh, they were even man. before before they made the deal. That's I, nice I think, that's nice. I like I, that. I think I think that'll be Spencer doing the most and the best he can do with Marvel management. And I would yeah. agree. Uh, we've got a question for George up here. Let me hit it. Mary wants to know: uh, Are you okay with putting the Mephisto cliffhanger on hold and spending the next few months dealing with Boomerang and the Tablet of Life and the Death Plot conclude? I'll, I'll let. Well, it, uh, Mary says George and the gang. I'll oh, let, George I'll let, Kelly, okay. I'll let Kelly and JR go first. Oh, uh, JR's been a little quiet. So, JR. Well, I haven't been quiet. I just, uh, to be honest, don't encourage this one. I want all of these subplots to be resolved. You know, I mean, I'm tired of them all. You know, I, I just, a lot of this has been going on since issue number one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, if, if, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. If I mean, I I don't mind the because the Mephisto thing is the big thing. That's the big that's, story that's at the end. A. That yeah. and Kindred, you know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, let's get rid of all these other little subplots first. Let's resolve them and then do the big one. Yeah. Uh, if if the tablet of life means I get to see Hammerhead, Silvermane's head, the owl, <laughs> and others, uh, like in a in a huge gang war trying to get to this thing first for the kingpin, uh, I don't have a problem with it at all because that'll that'll be entertaining. Uh, especially, especially Spencer writing Silvermane's head again. Oh my God. Uh, yes. Get, <laughs> inject that straight into my veins. Um, <laughs> but I, actually, thoughts on it? I actually am kind of wondering if Kindred doesn't have a part to play with the tablets. Oh, tying it all together. Huh? Maybe yeah. that's a good point. Maybe. Yeah. Cause Although it's, this thing it's with- starting to come together. Sorry guys. No, no, no. You're fine. I was no, just saying, it's starting, it's starting to come all together, and it kind of seems like it's going to reach up ahead where Kindred's going to be playing Fisk the whole time. Mm. I just uh, don't know why Fisk or any of these characters who want to bring somebody back from the dead is like, haven't you ever read The Monkey's Paw? It's never going to work, folks. Did you, you not know? read Pet Cemetery? I mean, come on. Stephen King did well, it 30 years ago. Too. Well, Pet Cemetery is The Monkey's Paw. You know well, I mean? And, and, oh, true. Yeah, but Jr. with the egos involved at the same time, you can yeah. tell Kingpin. Look, this is a monkey's paw deal. Kingpin's going to think he's too smart for that. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We got uh, Er uh, says, "I wonder if Marvel and Disney are getting to the point where they're not going to see comics publishing as it currently exists as worthwhile anymore, and have an end date in mind. And if they did, perhaps the marriage would be back on the table as a finale." I can see that. Happen. I mean, we've talked about this before. Uh, Prince going away eventually. It is. Mm-hmm. It just it just is. Uh, I'm surprised it's still it's still gone on as long as it has because Jr. and I have been talking about this, the costs involved versus you know the ever increasing price. Mm-hmm. Asking people to pay ten bucks for an issue, which I will never do. What what if it wraps up one more day for ten bucks? Come on, you got to go there. If it was the last issue of Spider Man before that, like oh, yeah. before, for example, they went to digital, yeah. and they were like, okay, Prince dead. This is going to be the the last Spider Man comic ever. 
Uh, and and, and, and that, bucks, was, yeah. that was the marriage issue. Sure. Here's $10. Yeah. Here's 10 bucks, you know, print comics. You had a good run, <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. Well, I, I, Go ahead. Kelly. Sorry. I was going to say, I disagree with that slightly about the print being dead just because it, it is change Like print is changing and it is still considered a dying industry, but at the same time, the, especially with uh, Yellow Shoes and Disney, because Yellow Shoes is their marketing team, they know Marvel is like that's that's basically publicity that they know that they consistently have for the movies and TV shows and and merchandise and everything else. And Disney loves merchandise. I feel like out of all the other publishers, Marvel's going to be last to completely die, but I don't know if print will ever truly die. DC is, is coming close. Aren't they? I've seen. Oh yeah. DC will be the first to fall. I would agree. I don't know that. I mean, I mean, and again, I mean, we, um, you know, we, we've talked about this off and on and over the years or whatever. Uh, I think what will happen. And the thing is though, I mean, that it's like Mark, you know, the, the death of print has been forecast and it keeps getting pushed back. I mean, we've all thought it was going to die, but it keeps getting pushed back. Uh, And, and even this, I think is what will ultimately happen, but it'll, it won't happen as soon as people think it will. Uh, but I do think eventually that the, the, the print will be licensed out um, mm-hmm. that Warner and Disney will say, well, why are we, why don't we just, it, it really makes economic sense. It makes economic sense. Wait a minute. Why don't we license out the printing? And it's all gravy for us. We don't have to hire writers. We don't have to hire print. We don't have to do this. We will li- we will license it. They will pay us to publish the comics. And I think mm-hmm. that's ultimately where it'll go. Uh, and, and to be honest, in a way, I almost hope it goes that way. Well, you know, honest, because I would of- like to see somebody license the Marvel Universe to where the Marvel Universe is a digestible 12 to 15 titles, mm-hmm. you know, Back mm-hmm. in the old, and you could be a Marvel zombie, you know. Get them and, all, and, and 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 you know, I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't mind seeing that because you know that if somebody does this, like, and they're talking about like DC, for example, supposedly what, you know, yeah, like what, Robert what Kirkman. The, yeah, well, the, the big fan, a, a fan is wanting to buy DC or lease them mm-hmm. from uh, AT and T and be the publisher that yeah, is it, a fan. Yeah. Yeah, and you know you will only get the biggest and the best. You will only on DC. You will get yeah. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You know, and on 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 Marvel. You know, someone you'll get Spider Man, the Fantastic Four, the X Men. It's quality you know. over quantity. Yeah, yes. you know. Yeah. So I, in a way, I kind of hope that happens. You know, someone. You know, uh, but I, who knows? Who who really knows what's going to happen? I mean, I, I remember on this podcast years ago saying that print wouldn't die because you can't read a comic book on the John. Well, sure enough, you sure as <laughs> sure enough. Now, yeah, you sure? Said, well, I mean, you couldn't read a computer. You couldn't take a computer into the John with you and read now it. You yes, can, but now you can. Now you can. So you know, who knows what will happen? I want to raise a quick point, and this goes back to what Kelly was saying earlier about keeping comics around because of the promotional value. Yeah, uh, I would. I would posit that uh, the licensed stuff does more to promote the MCU and Marvel now than the comics do. Uh, stuff like Funko Pop. For yeah. example, video I think, games. I think that itself is driving far more promotion than the comics do anymore. Like, well, what, George, we were talking about the video game with Mr. Negative. That damn thing is equivalent and probably brought in more money than the last Spider-Man movie. I can, I guarantee you, I can find 
10 people on my friends list on Facebook who, who watch Spider-Man movies, who buy Funko Pops, who know what Funko Pop variants are coming out for Spider-Man, <laughs> who don't know one effing thing that's going on in the comic book. True. No, I mean, that, that is true. It's, yeah. I just, I think it's just a lot of times when people talk about print dying or comics are definitely getting, getting phased out. They, they're not essentially it's kind of like, it's almost downplaying the impact that they do have because it has created these small businesses with uh, comic book shops. And a lot of, I've seen a lot more comic book shops pop up lately like as starter businesses whether or not they actually last who knows but you know it's it seems to be there seems to be a small little resurgence in wanting the floppies or at least wanting to go into a comic book shop that i think still needs to be given some dues in this conversation because yeah eventually it's all going to go away we know that but i i don't know if it's going to go you know like they said it's not going to go away soon and I kind of feel like it probably it'll always be there in some form. There will always be those stories, whether it turns from like a 15 page floppy to a graphic novel every eight weeks or something. Mm. I think it's always, it's just always going to stick around in some kind of form. Yeah. Yeah, I do think that you're going to have, and I mentioned like, uh, like Robert Kirkman, for example, because that was, you know, and again, some of these YouTube sites, they all just kind of feed off each other. Someone gets an idea, whether it's true or not and everybody, but I, I think, you know, somebody like that or somebody like, and I don't know. I don't know Jeff Bezos from that, you know, but I think, I think somebody with enough money, there's going to be people who love the art form. The yeah. art form is always going to survive. So I don't think that, but I think it'll, it, I, I think it will, it will exist in a much smaller, more, you know, form. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, one that'll, one that I think can sub- survive. I mean, it mm-hmm. obviously the, the, the whole Marvel and DC with the insane amount of titles they publish that, that model, cannot survive it cannot i agree it cannot yeah. survive uh and it's ridiculous to try to get it to survive but you know yeah. but you know apparently you know stupidity is you know incompetence and stupidity are, are things that will never go away in american We've business but uh, but i do think that somebody rich somebody some people with enough money who love comics will keep the art form and keep these characters in print yeah. somehow mm-hmm. radiac is saying issue uh 900 uh, will line up with Spider-Man's 60th anniversary, and he, they think mm-hmm. uh, it's too big of a deal for Marvel not to do anything with it. Oh, we'll have a crap ton of variants, <laughs> uh, uh, and, and and some storyline or another will will wind up in you know coming to a culmination at that point, and, mm-hmm. and it'll be a ten dollar issue, and we'll have all kinds of bottom shelf stories or uh, stories that push Disney products. Like what were those fat little pig things? Oh, I know, I know. What I were know. they called in that? Oh, Sometimes yeah. zooms, 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 zooms. Yeah. Are those even a thing anymore? No, they're dead. Yes. Well, they're still big in Japan. Oh. Yeah. Is this book even selling in Japan? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, Nintendo (laughs) says Sam Ruby was shut down twice. The second time was the finality of it. Yeah, I remember. Eric couldn't take it after that. I remember. Uh, George and the Gang sounds like an 80s band. Yeah. What would be our number one hit? Um. JR's on the loose again. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Goblin gliding. 
That's a dance tune. Goblin gliding. Probably something hook. about probably if, if it's George in the gang, it's probably something about Stegron. Stegron. Whip that tail. Whip that tail back and forth. Whip that tail back and forth. Maybe, oh maybe, my god. Maybe maybe, it, maybe uh, our number one hit would be hairless, hairless apes. Hairless apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Very good. I like that. Uh, question. Oh, Shy Town. What's up, Pete? Even with Peter, Whoa, being, right. even with Peter bringing up the proposal three times in the comic series, do you th- still think the marriage will not come intact in some shape or form? We kind of talked about that, Peter, but um, but for you, Peter, we'll talk about it again. I, no, I, I <laughs> just I, for I you. agree with what we've been saying. I think it, it. I don't think they'll get married, but I think there has to be some kind of consequences to the deal. Mm-hmm. Like you guys made the deal. Here's what will happen if you get married. They, the old bat dies, or I don't know. Anyway, uh, let me get keep going through these. Yeah, here's, no, I, here's, think, I think strange. I think strange would strange is powerful enough to strong arm Mephisto into uh, yeah. backing off. Uh, but I, I just don't see the marriage happening. Period. I just don't think it's a. I don't even know if there's any great demand for it to come back. To be honest, oh, there, no, there there is. There is. Oh, no, yeah. no, not okay. everyone's blackhearted like you. There, there's a. <laughs> but uh, That's also, son, by the way, black. Also, I, I want to say this because this is something I've done before uh, on you know in the billion years I've been on the show. I've always cautioned people to not get their hopes up. Like even like especially if they become fixated on something. Oh, this has got to happen. This has got to happen. You will be let down. Mm-hmm. A hundred times, but the one time you're not, yeah. The one time if it actually happens, like like we say, don't get your hopes up; it's not coming back. But if it does, think of how think of how you know think of how you'll celebrate on that day. Hornet Six says, "I can't wait until comics are replaced with monthly holodeck programs." I'm <laughs> all about that. Hey, let's Jr. There's a Star Trek question. What would you do in a Spider-Man holodeck scenario? Don't don't ask Jr. That. <laughs> We, we, j- what, no. what are you, what are you and Aunt May doing? I'll hand grace for, for something inappropriate. Oh, no, 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 no. I would be, uh, I would get me in my green and purple costume and take flight. Oh my gosh. He's on the glider in the holiday, holodeck. I'm oh, just wow. thankful it didn't involve Orion slave girls. Oh my God. I Kelly, would, Kelly I what are you doing in the holiday? Bombs all over the place. Kelly, are you, are you swinging with the uh, spider girl? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll do that. I'm I'm a I'm a little rusty on my Star Trek knowledge. I know the crappy movies, the the newer movies, and the original series. That's well, about holodecks where are I like lie. virtual reality. You walk into them, yeah. you, you get a program, and you can have the world, and you can play in the world. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're swinging with uh, Mayday, George. What are you doing in the holodeck in in the Marvel universe? Become Stegron and 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 you know subdue the world under my scaled heels. <laughs> I can so see that too. Punish the hairless apes for their. For their <laughs> uh, com- for their Bruce apes. says comics are basically only in comic shops now. Unfortunately, not in other stores regularly. That's been the case for. I, uh, yeah. Well, Bruce, uh, last couple of years, DC tried it in Walmart. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know if it was successful or not, but they tried it. They used to be in Hastings. <coughs> Hastings went out of business. Yeah, but to say, <laughs> but there's no Hastings. Then, comics killed Hastings. Um, uh, you you find some uh, local record shops will keep a comic section. Yeah. Uh, local bookshops will keep comic sections. So it, it's not just comic book shops, but it seems to be more small businesses, yeah. not corporations. I think we talked about this on the show, and, and I imagine JR and George 
the viewers will remind me if we didn't. Uh, but I, I think a news item that we had was Diamond uh, was going to make spinner racks. And they were going to have comic shops rent out spinner racks and put them in gas stations and put them in various stores. And they would be in charge of stocking the books in those spinner racks. And I don't think mm-hmm. that program ever went gas anywhere. Stations, gas stations are not going to have a spinner rack inside it. It takes up too much space. Yeah. Everything is maximized in there now for crap that people actually need. Mm. There, there's <laughs> well, well that, that and candy, you know, I mean. <laughs> Well, yeah, they, I mean, they're an Im- candy is an impulse buy, and so yeah. are comic books. Yeah, you were when I was a kid. There have been magazines in Seven Elevens for how many years now? Oh, is there not I, magazines I, and gas stations anymore? No, I, no. I was yeah, I was just in like a, spe- a speedway, for example, and couldn't get a bag, a small bag of Fritos chips or whatever, because oh well, we don't carry those in our stores anymore. I mean, Fritos. If- yeah, I mean they'll carry the bigger bat, but anyway, I don't. But it's just the thing is, you can't rely on anything being there. It's like yeah. everything is there mm-hmm. for a purpose, and if for whatever reason either it it's it doesn't earn its space or or the yeah. head corporation makes a decision, boom, it's out of there. Okay. I mean, so there's no way there there's no way comics are. Well, I mean, I, so you have to think about kids. Kids aren't going to buy comics. Uh, well, number one, kids aren't buying comics anyway. They're spending all their money on bubble gum and Molly. Four bucks, man. <laughs> You know, so they're oh, yeah, coming. Really, what I missed it, <laughs> Molly. Oh, good God. <laughs> I mean, George. I mean, he, uh, my, my six year old nephew uh, is more than happy to take my money or his grandparents' money to buy comic books. Yeah, but that's because he's probably got somebody in his family who's like encouraging that. Like right. an ant. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like an ant, for example. Yeah. yeah. You know, like now here's I, the question. If we're talking about kids and money, Kelly, what could your your nephew get for four bucks? You get like four candy bars, can't you? He uh no, because tax. Uh oh, okay. so three candy bars. I mean, what what would as a kid, one comic book or three candy bars? What are we getting? They're getting the candy bars, right? They're well, going to save their money and get a video game. That's what they're going to do. Oh, right? that's true. Yeah, 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 that's, that's, I will say that that is his big thing. He's been wanting, um, cause no one has the Miles Morales game for PS4 at all. It's all for like the game for PS5 is everywhere and there's no PS5s, but no. the PS4 game is completely sold out. Ah, yeah. Uh, Bruce says, uh, newspapers, same argument. You can read them online, but enough people still want the physical newspaper. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, there are a lot of people who still want the physical comic books, mm-hmm. but we're not, they're not, they're not adding to that. Bruce, the, the younger generation aren't asking for the physical comic books as much as our generation did. So I, we're what 20 years, you all, what do you think? 20 I years mean, Does even, comics have 20 years of print left. Even me. I mean, Brad, I'm old enough to remember the, the heyday of print comics, right? Like, you, you know, me, you, JR, we're old enough to remember that time. Um, the eighties. I don't even, I don't even go into the comic book store anymore. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I just, I have too much crap to do. Work yeah. keeps me down working for the man. Uh, the, man <laughs> the man squeezes the, the blood out of me like a stone. Yeah. Uh, I have a very finite amount of time to yeah. do things with. I'm running four D and D campaigns. I got to be on the podcast, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I just don't have time to do a lot of the, of the things I used to do when I was going to a comic book store. So I, I mean, that's just true. Hornet sex says issue 900 would be the marriage of Carly and overdrive. I'll, I'll kick you in the Tic Tacs. <laughs> Hornet okay. sex says George and the gang's number one hit stuck in the crawl space. There you stuck go. Stuck in the crawl space yeah. with you. Stuck in. 
Mary has a question. Brad, do you think you'll ever get the chance to interview Nick Spencer on the crawl space? What would you guys ask him if you could? Well, he's watching right now. I wish you would just <laughs> join the chat, Nick. Come on, man. I know he's, you're out there. I, I don't know if he's still watching. He may be rewinding the part where we talk about how awesome number 60 is. He may be rewinding that part over and, and over. the editors say, hey, Nick, you can't go in the crawl space, but you can put the word in there. And he's, 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 he's subliminally talking to me through the book. But uh, Mary, I have tried to get Nick Spencer. That's like man. That's like Manson thinking the Beatles were talking to him through the White <laughs> Album. I've rewound the comic book. I hear things. Um, no, uh, I've tried to get Nick Spencer on the show multiple times. Uh, Peter Shytown Spidey. Nick Spencer went to Chicago dressed as Spider Man. Had Nick Spencer hold the "I love the crawl space" sign. I have evidence of Nick Spencer loving the crawl space. He's holding a sign with a heart. So does he actually space. give a lot of interviews to begin with, though? He does not. That's, um, see, that, that's what I keep coming back to. It may just he just he may just not be an interview guy, and if that's the case, I mean that yeah. I understand it. I get but, it. But he told Peter, "I'd love to. I'd love to be interviewed on the crawl space. So, I'd love to be an astronaut. It's not going to happen." <laughs> <laughs> so, Mary, I I want him on. He's got an invitation. He obviously is talking to me in the panels. Uh, he has an open invitation to come on maybe on his exit interview of the title. He can talk, which I suspect maybe. might happen, but, mm -hmm. uh, he is one of my number one gets. I would love to have Nick Spencer on the show, uh, because we would just go around and praise him, I think. And Jr. will be absent for that episode, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Mary, yeah, I would love him to be on. So. Well, I, I mean, the panel hasn't interviewed somebody when you do an interview since a long well, time ago. No, that's true. That's true. So, so it, it would probably just be you and Spencer. It, it would probably be me and Spencer and the viewers. There you go. There and, you go. and, and Kelly and I couldn't tell him how much uh, his run means to us, which yeah. is sad. <laughs> well, we could be in the chat. You could, you could. Uh, Vinkman, thank you again for the super chat. Ke question for Kelly: What are some of your all-time favorite Mary Jane outfits from the comics? You, you, you I know you're going to say the sparkly silver one because you, you did that yes. cosplay. Yeah, I, I do like the sparkly silver. Uh, I still want to figure out what happened to the physical form of her yes. wedding dress. Uh, yeah. So the wedding dress is one of my favorite outfits. Uh, I think her... Mephisto canceled it. I don't think it exists. Ah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you telling? Are you telling me that Cascada like just took the dress out? Like this, this iconic, one of a kind Willie Smith dress. Cascada burned it. <laughs> and just burnt burned it. That that was his pitch to everybody. He was like, "This is what I want to happen," and just burned it in front of everybody. That's, that was at, that's that was at a We don't know. That was at a meeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was at a meeting. Destroying um, dreams is on brand with Crusader. Yeah. Um, Attracts. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I like. It really does. That's really sad, actually. Uh, the first, uh, her first appearance, like her splash page in fifty-two. Yeah. Is a good one and. I don't know. I mean, she she has some wild outfits. Anytime I see something that is just straight up tacky and sparkly and crazy looking, I immediately think that it's uh, like Mary Jane should be wearing it. Like the fact that she hasn't worn any crazy outfits in the last shoot 30 years at this point is in a like just a straight up abomination. Like she yeah. is her style is crazy. And, and there's some crazy styles nowadays. So people need to start. Well, you know, you know, it's crazy when the costumes go after it. I mean, the J Scott <laughs> Campbell one, everyone has that one. 
where she's it's on this t-shirt. <laughs> it's just a spider heart t-shirt yeah. on her on, with some ripped up jeans. I mean, that one has been every, a lot of cosplayers do that one. Yeah. Uh, but that's, it, it's also cause they, it doesn't have anything to do with like what's inside the cover either. Like she's never actually worn that outfit inside the comic. It's always yeah. been on the, the cover and I think it's it's easier for cosplayers to do that shirt just because then it makes it easier for you to know, oh, okay, she's wearing a red wig and has a Spider-Man heart. That's Mary Jane. That's Mary Jane, yeah. Yeah. I, I like making it difficult for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh man, uh at eleven, let's wrap it up, okay? Because we got so many right. questions coming in. Uh yeah. it's ten forty eight, so we'll wrap it up then. ES wants to know JR. How do you feel about the Star Trek remake trilogy so many years later? What a wasted opportunity. They had it. They had it. And they completely flushed it down the toilet. Really? Uh, by Oh, my Lord. I mean, by waiting four years to come out with a sequel after the 2009 movie. Uh, it, 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 and, and then the they J.J. Abrams completely mishandling the whole con thing. Mm. Um, they just, they sowed so much ill will. There was just no, no way to come back from it. And I just, I mean, to be honest, I, I, the, the fact that JJ, you know, whenever I hear, you know, see JJ Abrams is going to do Superman or whatever. It's like, what, stay away from this guy. He's, he, he's <laughs> poison because he's only interested in JJ Abrams. And then he's only interested in, in thinking that he's the next Spielberg or something. I mean, he's not going to do your franchise any favors. No, um, I, know, I know Kelly and I are the only ones that read JJ Abrams, Spider-Man. And uh, we definitely don't want that. <laughs> on if Superman. they had done another Star Trek movie in two years, like they should have, while well, people were interested in it again, yeah. they had done Con Wright. And I don't care that he was Benedict Cumberbatch. They could have made it into the story that he mm. was altered that way. But, you know, they had to play this stupid ass mystery box game. Is this guy? Yeah. No, I mean, Star Trek's greatest villain returns. Why the heck? You know, you'd want to plaster that everywhere. Why yeah. Paramount let J.J. Abrams have a blank check to do? But then they Again, look how Paramount's handled Star Trek. So anyway, yes, to get your questions, I, I just I, I can't even watch those movies anymore. And I like the first two. I really do. But it, what a waste. What a wasted opportunity. It was. Are you excited about the Paramount Plus stuff? Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God. I, I, all those, I mean, show, shows are, those shows are all trash. I tried to watch the free, the, the one free Discovery YouTube episode that was on youtube mm -hmm. it took me three tries to get through it it was so bad yeah george I, i'm real i'm right there with jr like like i like the first star trek film had so much promise mm -hmm. you know the first the first one that they did it, it really did i mean like i was excited about it i remember i went to go see it with my friend uh chris who's a huge star trek fan and at the end of it he was crying he was so excited he was like oh my god this is this opens up so much potential and so many doors and then they just shit all over it Mm -hmm. um, and, and I remember reading uh, uh, Orky and Kurtzman uh, before number two came out and they're like, well, you know, the con stuff is there. How do we not go play in that sandbox? And I'm like, by acknowledging that it was already done by people who did it better than whatever you're going to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Number one, because mm -hmm. I mean, like Ricardo Montalban is just too iconic as con. You don't replace even with Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch match is great. He's no Ricardo Montalban con. No one is. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I remember you know, all that happening. And I, and I, I kept thinking that because it's already been, it's, it's like I say sometimes when like somebody remakes something, I'm like, do you know why so-and-so did that in the first place? So that you wouldn't have to. Mm -hmm. Has there ever been a remake of a movie that's better than the original? There was 
one that it's I can. Very, the 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 batting average isn't good, but I imagine there is. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. The, the, the remake Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I think, is is a. I I, I like that better than the original one. To be honest, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen them both. Uh, the uh, they're both products of their time too. But uh, mm-hmm. but I, I like the I like the original the, the second one probably better than the first one. I'm not, I'm not a big remake person. Period. I like originality. I like uniqueness. Tell tell new stories. So, uh, sometimes you sometimes you can do like for example, I think a, a remake of Fantastic Voyage would be awesome. You know that old movie from the '60s where they—it was no Asimov story. It was actually an no. original early appearance of Raquel Welch, where, there you go. where they went into the human body. With what we know at the time now, and what that a movie like that, a remake like that would be awesome. You could actually do something different with it. Uh, but George mm-hmm. is right. Very, the chat, it's, the it's, chat it's, has, you should tread very carefully with a remake. The chat has good examples. Scarface is better than the original. I'll give you that. The Thing movie is better than the original. The blob. The blob. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I would say, uh, I like the new Invisible Man, but it's, you know, that's a, a thing. Uh, and then, Chase? No, no, the no, one no. that just came out with the, what, yeah. what's yeah. the Elizabeth? Um, I can't Olsen? remember. Is it Elizabeth? No, no that's that's girl. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth no, Moss? Uh, Is that her name? Yeah, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, yeah I was, really like. I like that one because they it's it's the story they twisted the story to truly show you, you know, that he's the bad guy. So it's yeah. told from a different perspective. So I like that part. And then I will say, although this is a throwaway, 2004's Fantastic Four is better than 1994's Fantastic Four. That's true. <laughs> I, I would agree with Michael Chiklis. Yeah. Uh, let me get through these qu- real quick before we end at 11. Uh, 9.99 talking about the gas station isn't an impulse buy. I would agree with that. Ten dollars is not an impulse buy. It's a commitment. Ask ask Chad if they're enjoying uh Wandavision. Yes, Chad. Wandavision. Are you loving it? Because Wandavision. Wandavision makes me makes me as happy as a little girl. I've I've known you and you've talked about Wandavision for ten plus years with me. I have. And you just must be giddy, George, over this story. I love all of this. I love all of this. That's epic. That we're only one episode out and, and, and empty suit Wonder Man hadn't even shown up. I, I'm very happy about that. I, 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 I what? I'm just. Oh, Kelly, we, we lost your audio. We can't hear you. Oh, no. Oh, now we can hear you. Sorry. There I you are. My, I think my earbuds died. But oh. maybe. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? One second. No. I can hear you guys, but that's because it's starting to come through my phone. And, and, okay, and Brad, while while we're letting Kelly fix uh, her earbuds, you uh, you know how traditionalist I am. Yeah, I want to yeah. see what's on the page come to life on the screen. I don't like you know. Oh well, this uh, this guy is a chick now. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like uh, you know so and so. Yeah, and that's just it up. yeah. I I don't want anything changing from what I see on the comic page. I want the comic page to come to life on the screen. Literally, is what I want to see. Yeah, and and so I I am not a fan of that at all uh, of changing things up. But here's the thing, Agatha Harkness. Agatha Agatha Harkness is the old bitty in the Marvel universe. She's old, yeah, and she, and she's never been a bad guy. She she's been sinister sometimes, but she's not a bad guy. And and now we have young Agatha Harkness, and she's a villain. 
I, I think, although I think in the end, it may be revealed that she's actually like su- super old. We George, I really think she's just curious about Wanda. I don't, I, she wants her powers. I don't think it, she's the it, main bad guy. It, 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 oh no, I don't think she's the main bad guy either. Okay. I think it, it'll turn out. I think it could still flip to where, yeah, it, it may turn out that she's not, you know, like maybe she's like trying to help Wanda, but she wanted to know more about what's behind everything Wanda's doing. Yeah. But then again, it was Agatha all along. So I don't know, Brad, but I'll tell you yeah. this. I rewatched that damn Agatha. That's a, that one minute of Agatha all along. Like yeah, it's great. Times it? When I saw that, thing, I just kept flipping back. I was like, Oh my God, this is catchy. I want to get up and dance. I want to get up and dance. And I'm a tubby 48 year old man. <laughs> Kelly made it her ringtone. She said, I um, Michael oh, Reed okay. says uh, 9.99 is 10 cheeseburgers of Mickey D's. I know what Michael Reed's going with. Um, yeah, Kelly, hang on. Kelly was going to make a point about. Oh, go ahead, Kelly, about WandaVision. Oh, what were you going to say? Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I think, because uh, weekly when we're on the Discord. So for anybody still watching, if you'd like to join, join our Discord. We have a lot of fun because um, mm-hmm. me and Neil will watch it at three in the morning. Oh, my God. My time. And. uh kind of go off and argue with Tyler. Um, but uh, I thought that there was going to be Wonder Man and I'm actually starting to believe, I, I think that they're going to make this happen without Wonder Man. Or Hay- Hayward, Hayward is basically the Wonder Man adjacent, but I want him to die. So... <laughs> hey, if you guys want to join the uh, Discord, go to the crawl space. Uh, this little icon right over here. We've been getting a lot of new ads on the Discord lately. We are. It's right over here. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of it. It honestly is replacing the message board. Uh, this is what the message board was like 10 years ago, isn't it, George? Yeah, we're getting that that kind of traffic and that kind of you know new faces in there. Yeah, it's right there. Click on that link, you can join the uh, the Discord. Uh, Radiac, I had always thought that if current comics were written decompressed for the trade, it would be better to sell them like that. DC has to play with Batman and countless graphic novels. Uh, okay. Hornacek, spoiler, Nick Spencer is actually Vinkman. <laughs> Everything makes it, it's all connected. Everything uh, makes sense. Yeah, mind blown. Uh, the main problem, Lord President says, a high price, but low payoff. Paying four bucks to see Norman and Harry chit chat ain't it. That's a little less than a monthly Disney subscription, Disney Plus. Uh, favorite he- Pete and Mary Jane moments, Heroing wants to know? I mean, there's, there's a lot of them. I, I think my first favorite Peter and MJ moment is after Gwen died and and Peter went off on her and told her and told her to get out and then she slammed the door. Slammed the door, yeah. that, was, that was That was my first, like, really big. Because MJ went from party girl to you know, actual yeah. personal friend. substance at that point. Yeah. Your true friend. Um, um yeah. the, you can't top the first parents. I mean, that it's the iconic comic of all time. One of the, I most riding iconic. around on Peter's motorcycle. The, uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, Fr- Matt fraction, sensational annual yeah. during mm-hmm. civil war was great. He's, he's my husband. You're just some dude. Exactly. That was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, beating, uh, beating ass, uh, on villains. She's done that before. What, what's mm-hmm. the, what's the, is it the frying? No, the lamp. She's badass the with the lamp. Yeah. She can kick yeah. your ass with a lamp. M- done multiple. Her and Aunt May aren't, aren't scared of beating ass. Uh, hearing <laughs> says that last episode of WandaVision was a heartbreak and mm-hmm. how horrible her life has been. It, it really was like, it was having, so like sad. going back and, and, and just like when she walks in and she sees vision all torn apart 
Oh yeah. You can you know, see you, it. you know how horrific that must be for her. And all she wants to do, she keeps saying, I just want to go bury him. I want to bury my, my husband. I just want to, I, I want to go bury the, you know, you're treating him like an object. And, and so, yeah, that was heartbreaking. And then what's the director guy who's like, you're not putting that much vibranium in the, in the, in the ground. Yeah. I'm like, oof. you're not putting a $3 billion weapon in the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Radiac doesn't like WandaVision. I don't, Oh, wait a minute. No, he does. I'm sorry. I don't like MCU, but WandaVision has been a huge step in the right direction of ex, uh, experimentation and adapting decades of story into cohesive story. Plus, I, I called White Vision. Yeah. I, t- I tell you what, man. It's, it, we got to a point where it, it's like MCU overall has has fewer moments of disappointment for me than any mm-hmm. any other damn thing out there, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've even started to come around on the first Doctor Strange movie a little bit. You heard it first here, Chad. Whoa. I've been rewatching it. I'm starting to like that more. Holy crap. We'll, 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 we'll wait and see what happens if you actually get to see the Eternals. And, I, yeah. I, and I'm sorry. I, I am so excited uh, for the Raimi Doctor Strange now. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm there for it. I really am. Yeah, yeah. Raimi should have done the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Uh, Wanda, mutant, yay or nay, wants to know Power Packers? No. She's not. Stop, she's a witch. Stop making mutants happen. Mutants <laughs> are not happening. Leave it alone. I'm so. I am so because that. I think my thing is is I was so like visibly uh, moved and horrified and traumatized from this last issue uh, episode, not issue uh, <laughs> of what happened to to Vision. That no. when all of my friends came popping up, going, "Oh, but that means a mutant," because because. See, her witch powers are her mutant powers, and that also means that Pietro is a warlock, and that means that there's that he also has powers. And I was like, what? so that means, so what? What you think that Wolverine is is going to be popping out of ASM Coven like Misty Day? Like, no, <laughs> like stop it. We're not doing that. Like, I, yes, mutants will be there at some point, but I think that that's going to be like a Secret Wars kind of movie somewhere around Phase Five or Six. Yeah. We're not doing that. We've got one more episode. It's not happening. Let it go. <laughs> Vinkman says, Kelly is so done with mutants. <laughs> I, mutants, no mutants, need, mutants need to be shrunk down and, and focused on just one core for a good long while. It needs to be just one team. But here's the thing. I mean, once we get the first X-Men movie, we're going to have mutant shows on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. We yeah. will. And, that, and that'll be fine. Yeah. That, it'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, give me a Kitty and Colossus show. Oh, uh, you'd love that. Plus, yeah. you know? last, I, I, I'll watch it. Last question from Mary. Uh, what were your favorite titles of February besides Amazing Spider-Man? And Mortal Hulk is always good. Uh, I think that's just going to be me and Kelly answering that because you two don't read anything but Amazing Spider-Man. That's it, right, guys? I, I'm right. Done. There's been too many times when somebody's like, oh, you ought to pick this up. It's doing good. And I read it. And it's like, mm-hmm. you don't even understand the character. This is garbage. And yeah, I'm, I'm just done. Brad's done that with me with Doctor Strange before, and I'm like, Marvel, Marvel in, in print does not understand Doctor Strange. Nick Spencer apparently understands Doctor yeah. Strange. Kelly, but, what's the last bu- good book you read besides uh, ASM? Honestly, I really, I mean, like I said in Satellites, I yeah. really enjoyed Deadpool issue ten. I know that it's not, you know, the most perfect Deadpool or the most perfect story, and there's a reason why it didn't sell. But I think Kelly Thompson finally got the voice down and got yeah. the idea of mixing zany with good action. Mm-hmm. That it, I really, I really liked it. But of course, there was Jeff the Shark, and you know, if we could just get a Jeff the Shark series, yeah. Yeah. I'd be Jeff happy. the Shark is awesome. I, 
He's a, he's a walking, talking little baby shark, George, that Deadpool hangs out with. It's awesome. Um, I would agree about Immortal Hulk. That's my second favorite book. It, it, I often go back, and that's been most of my life, actually. Incredible Hulk or Amazing Spider-Man? Which one are you going to read first, kid? I, I've had that debate for 30 years. So, yes, Immortal Hulk. Yes, Lord President, Immortal Hulk is A++++++++, plus 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 like, like George said. All right, that is a wrap, gang, and I appreciate all of you participating and viewing us for so long. Long, 30, not 30 minutes, three-hour episode. Yeah. So thank you. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 